find this shit right <laughs> oh i was i was just fucking face palming off camera <laughs> not for what i was watching well not for that part but i was just like dude dude's face he's just hitting the dude's side of his face i'm like dude <laughs> put your fucking nose in that like what are you doing that's right uh, d- don't don't turn away from it don't, don't turn, turn away deep. go nose deep hey there's the new <laughs> motto for religion kid it's don't turn the other cheek go don't nose deep. Deep. I was just about to say, don't turn the other cheek on this one. Goddamn trad cons. That's right. That's the kind of shit that you get. That's what right. you get. That's right. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, kids. Welcome to another little burn. Yeah, we're back from a very short hiatus because, you know, Bull had the shits and I was still sleeping it off and Nick had a toe fungus. And speaking of Nick, we're still waiting on him, but apparently his hospice nurse hasn't changed his diaper yet. So who knows if and when he's going to grace us with his presence. But how have you all been? How's things been going out there in internet land? Because I'll tell you what, at least in my world, like I was telling Bull backstage, this week's been a little tumultuous. It's there, there's been some shit in real life that it's just like, oh, fuck the internet. Fuck all this talk and fuck the whamming and fuck all of it. Because man, real life is way more interesting, way more fun, way better. And it's way more intense than the internet will ever be. Just saying. And, and and it shows when I see some of you dumbasses engaging with bullshit that it's like, ah, here's one of those terminally online guys right now, you know, because you feel compelled. The power of Christ compels you to engage. And it's like, really? Apparently you did not get the memo to go outside. All right. Well, all I can say because I the shit I've been dealing with this week is way more intense than anything on the internet. The volume on all the bullshit you guys are engaging in and watching and looking at and liking and all that, dude, that's like a three compared to what I've been dealing with this week. So, mm. yeah, dude, everything like I told you backstage, dude, all of it just the volume gets turned way down. It just gets turned way down when when real life decides to throw shit at you. And that's that's that stuff you were telling me about. It was that that's not even opt in shit. That's like that's stuff that you couldn't even that just happened. Yeah, it is. Like you that's, weren't looking for you weren't looking for problems, but no, I wasn't you. looking to engage. I was just minding my own fucking business, and here it hits, boom, and it's like, oh shit, okay. Wow, here I am. I get to ride the wave. You know, I get to ride the lightning because that's just how life works sometimes. It's that whole, you know, men plan and God laughs. That's, dude, for real. But it it really turns down the volume on everything else. It's just like, oh, wow, 
you know, this shit here. Ah, we're shitting on whammon again. It's like, yeah. you know, well, I've, really been, I've been, I mean, I've been going on a, for the past couple of weeks, I've been going on a muting slash uh, blocking spree on, uh, on Twitter. So, and that's really quieted a lot of things down, but shit still gets through the filter. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. What I found and that's why I had to kind of do a, a, a colon cleanse, if you will, here a couple of weeks, about maybe three weeks ago, right after Memorial Day. Okay. Because I've been the, I, I've fully embraced and adopted the one strike policy where it's like, oh, you know, you fuck around. I might make fun of you, but trust me, you're either getting muted or blocked while I, I make fun of you. Because I don't want to hear your bullshit after that. I just want to leave you with a parting gift. But yet shit was still getting through. And I'm like, what the fuck? How is this? How is this possible? And then I realized, oh, it's the guys I'm following. That's why it keeps showing up. Because of other guys that I respect and admire. But boy, you guys are engaging with retards. And so yeah. it's like, you know what? I got to do a colon cleanse. We're doing a full flush. When I, that's what I was saying. Whenever I, when I'm on my uh, muting and blocking spree, like half, like I blocked retards, but like the mutes that I did was on like half of my guys I was following. Yep. And I don't follow them. I'm fo I follow less than fifty dudes. And right, yeah, you have a smaller uh, group than I do. And I muted like half of them just because of their bullshit. I'm like, I'm tired of reading the same shit over and over. Again. Right, hey, dude. I get it. it. It's that I'm tired, boss. <laughs> the green mile shit. <laughs> tired, turn, don't don't turn the lights off, boss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was afraid of the dark, boss. That's right. In this, in this case, it's I don't know, man. Just too much bullshit. Got guys yelling at girls on the internet. It's like why? Well, and guys even yelling at other guys. It's just like really, you know. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> He's being stoic tonight. It's going to be one of the kind of nights. Oh, can you hear me? Well, yeah, well, I can hear you just fine. Yeah, yes, Mr. Aurelius. We can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> I think you're using a different mic, Nick, because when you put that one close to your face, nothing changed. Same mic. <laughs> you need to go back to your studio mic that you use for playing guitar on. Why is that? Because it still sounds exactly the same. Like the volume didn't go up. The tonality didn't change. Nothing happened. That's why I'm thinking you're actually running your, your webcam mic or something. It's like same It's like same sound, different skin suit kind of thing. Yeah. Let me check. Yeah, you probably ought to. It says that. I, oh, yeah. yeah good, <laughs> good catch. Well, I know my audio. <laughs> How about now? Oh, yeah. shit, there it is. Barry White just showed up in the house. Thank you very much. much. <laughs> or, uh, right. There you go. Much, much better. Yes, the audio quality just went up 102%. Fucking A. Mm. So what's well, been going on with you, Nick? A lot. Yeah. The most important, I do have an announcement to make. I'd like to hear it. I'm leaving the Manosphere. <laughs> Technically, I've already left it, but well, yeah, I kind of figured that's not new in my book. But there's even more to it, you know. There's, I've got, I've got a real problem 
with this red pill stuff. Yeah. The you got you got this Rolo Tomasi guy going around telling young men to get castrated. You've got and high you, got, you got this Ryan Stone guy, a Canadian no less, publishing books that need to be edited. Heavily. You've got I mean today, just today, I was looking out my window, my front window. I saw the red pill come screaming down my street on a motorcycle, waving a sword. It killed the mailman. Just killed him right there in the middle of the fucking street when he's putting mail in nice. my box. And I'm like, this red pill shit has to go. This is like a was it like a samurai sword this or is ridiculous English long sword? Probably a samurai sword. I don't I don't know my swords. You didn't catch you don't I, catch it. Okay. I, I fuck girls. I don't play with trident, you know, but hey. I mean, I mean, you know, hell, it could have been a, it could have been a fucking pitchfork for all I know, but, right, right. but this red pill is a menace and it needs to be stopped. So oh. do you know how you stop the red pill? How? Stop engaging with it. It's like anything else. It really is. You know, vote with your wallet, vote with your attention. You guys don't even get my jokes anymore. God damn it. No, but I, I understand the story because it sounds like something you wrote a while back. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> But then, how are we going to have red and black in Vegas? God damn it! We'll have red. We're going to have red. You know whether let them burn. You know continues to burn or not. We're going to have the red and black is a separate is a separate event. That's not. Well, I realize it's a separate event, but I mean, you have my you have my fucking phone number, so yeah, I know. But you know, I also it's funny you bring that up. It's funny you say that. Because here's something I was noticing today as I was archiving a bunch of shit in my texts. As far as you and me talking to one another via text, it's been since January, okay? Now, we might DM each other on the on the regular, on the Twitters, and we, we give each other horse shit here on Let Them Burn. And that's the point here. The Let Them Burn's the goddamn glue that's holding red and black together. I don't because know about that. It's been six months since you and I ever texted each other. And I remember because I went and looked at it because I was like, oh, I'm scrolling through and it's like, you know, archive, archive, archive. Got to clean up my text. Oh, hey, here's Nick. Oh, this is like back in fucking January. Hey, man, can you handle let them burn? I'm kind of busy this week. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, bro. I got you. But the reason we don't text that often is because we're always, you know, we're interacting on here. Right. And. And you know the only the only person I really text all that frequently with anyway is a little Spurg, and that's because she won't quit texting me. <laughs> but you know, I don't think I don't think red and black is in any danger. Oh, I I don't think it's either. But you know, I'm still having fun Let with Let burn. burn. Well, hey, you know, and if it's if it's it's time. If it's like, you know, my cat, where that he's lived past his useful years, if I have to put it down, I'm okay with that. You know, we can have a fucking Viking funeral and call it good. Well, it's but like I'm enjoying it for now because I still like talking to you two cunts. So go figure. Well, McTubus, you know, when McTubus said that all we're doing is continuing this three year conversation that's never changed, that really, that really hurt my feelings. I believe and that. That that hurt me bad. That that was a wound that cut deep, you know. 
And well, you are letting an anonymous person off the internet affect your your outcomes. Well, he's not he's not totally anonymous because I actually know McTubus's real name. Well, okay. And, well, and you, know, you know at least one more thing than I do about him then, because and, well, I do know what he looks like. Well, that's because I've seen, you know, I've I've interacted with him on Zoom calls and yeah. I've I've also he won he won a prize or two on uh you know back when I was still doing those drawings for Punch Riot. So I, right. you know, so I had to mail some stuff to him. And so um his real name is Ryan Stone, by the way. Um, I figured it was. Yeah. But you know, that that really that really wounded me when he said that. I I know his name and where he lives. I know that. Because because we're this. not gonna dox the guy, but I will say this just to guilt him. If let him burn dies, I'm blaming you, McTubus. It's your fault. I guess you killed what you loved. Well, the All thing right. that the thing that bothered me so much about it is that that I've I've put so much work into this. Yes. We all have. Yeah, you know nobody nobody sees all the work behind the scenes that goes into this because <laughs> putting out this quality entertainment every week. It's not easy. No, we, it's hard. I know we make it look easy, but it's not easy, and and we have to you know we have to make sacrifices and you know like you know like today I had I was I was busy socializing and I had to quit socializing in order to you know <laughs> arrive You're arrive late at the show. <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's, it's bad and it's bad enough that they don't, you know, they, they, they really haven't bought much merch over the years, but you know, on top of that, on top of that, just to throw out something like, you know, this is just the same conversation for three years. Um, it may, it makes me question what it's all for. Hey, I, you know what? I get that existential crisis. I understand. It's, it's, like it's I said, a real, it's a real Dubas, problem. When, 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 when the flame of let them burn is extinguished, it will be at your hands. I already know that rat bastard. <laughs> that rat bastard. So, uh, so Rob uh, is the brains of the group, and Bull Rush is the muscle. What does that make, Nick? What indeed? Makes him the soul. He's our, know. he's our, he's our conscience. I'm the heart and soul. No, the he's, not. he's the glue. He's the glue. Well, he might be the glue. That's why I say he's the soul because he's not the conscience. This fucking devil <laughs> has no conscience. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, it really has been the same conversation for three years because Bull Rush is still the crayon eating motherfucker that hasn't figured it out yet. Jesus. God well, damn! I want to I want to yeet him, but I'm not going to because that's predictable. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not smart enough to be the brains of this outfit. Clearly, I'm not. I'm not tough enough to be the muscle. You know, I'm. I'm really only the heart and soul. I, I'm more the mascot than anything else. <laughs> I like that, the mascot. But, you know, what is the mascot? It's the soul. I guess. And the fact that he wounded that, he he took his dagger from Mordor, like the ring wraith that he is, and he fucking stabbed you with it. Well, it's like you can, you know, you can you can always find another smart guy. Oh, he's and you can always find another tough guy. But Mm -hmm. when you kill the soul, you've killed it all. 
Yep. And, you know, McTubus is not just affecting my life because I know he doesn't give a rat's ass on a cloudy day about me. No, oh, I guarantee but, he doesn't give a rat's ass on a cloudy day about any of us. But, well, I think, you know, it's, this is affecting y'all's lives. This is affecting, is. you know, Bull Rush's daughter. You know, how's he going to raise his daughter if Let Him Burn goes away? Dude, how are your adult children going to be fully actualized adult children? Right, because they barely know my name as it is. So <laughs> We can't save the West working like this. One of them still doesn't know my address. So I believe it. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it's like McTubus, that guy. That, you know, that's what, you know, I, I will say this, you know. McTubus lives in Idaho, and this is this is the kind of shit you can expect from people from Idaho. I mean, they're they're no, you know, Idaho is the is the potato state, mm -hmm. and the state and the state of right wing militias. So, <laughs> well, that's only up in the panhandle, but yes, you're correct. Well, that you know that rec that does that is one thing that recommends it. You got potatoes and you got militias, which I would. <laughs> You know, I would be happy there, but you know, that's, that's what you could expect from those people. Right. <laughs> Fucking McTubus, the Idahoan. <laughs> if he ever, if he ever plays, if he ever plays D and D online with, with Vince, his name will be McTubus, the Idahoan. Uh, yeah, I can I can see him fucking running a fire team with a fucking keyboard strapped to his chest plate. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a couple of copies of Sanctions stuffed down in his plate carrier. Oh, yeah. since he owns all yeah. of them and has read them all, you know. Instead, instead of instead of mags with mag pouch, he's got like mice. <laughs> he got wireless mouses in there. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that that would be about it too. He was he was providing some value earlier today on on Twitter because you know he's he's like the atom of of degeneracy. So he was running down some of these uh showing, showing some, yeah he was he was showing some pics of these OnlyFans girls. Oh yeah, the, like, look the, what I found. Yeah. This, oh yeah, the one with the one with jizz on her face. Yeah, I, I particularly yep. like that one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> this the year. one fucking dick. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. <clears throat> you know, he's 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 here to keep everybody real. Us, them, everybody. Well, it's, it's like he showed that first he produced that first pig. I'm like, I, the girl's kind of holding back. She's got she's missing her potential. And then and then he he showed back up a few minutes later with another pick. And I'm like, that's you know, that's full potential unlocked right there. Well, I mean, you know, let's think about let's think about McTubus for a minute here because I mean, all, all he's ever really done is, is accuse me of being noncommittal, disloyal. Uh, I quit too easy. I don't think, I don't think he, I don't, first of all, I don't think he's ever, he's never known the real Nick August. And it's not because I haven't put myself out there. I mean, I'm as open and I'm as open and I'm as, I'm as open and vulnerable as, you know, as Pat Stedman. So. Oh, Jesus. So you're gonna go to jail next? All right. Well, no, I'm 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 open and vulnerable. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm over here committing crimes, but <laughs> it it would be wrong for y'all. You know, I do want to say something about that. You know, since All I've right got ahead. since I've got the floor at the moment, because and and let me start this out by saying that 
I think that all the all the all the charges against everybody for that January sixth nonsense is all political. It's all bogus. None of those people should go to jail unless they specifically unless you know unless they you know somebody went in the Capitol and they stabbed somebody. I think you know I I don't think anybody anybody who who was simply there um, who was an occupier. I don't think any of that is worthy of a felony. So I think that's all bullshit. Having said that, I know people, or I know of people at least, who were also there, who are, you know, social media personalities, who are extremely patriotic in the sense that, you know, they actually served their country in the military. They were, you know, one guy I know of was a SEAL. Um, I used to listen to him on live streams a lot. And those guys all went, and you know what they did? They stayed about two miles away from the Capitol building, and they just stood around and kind of watched what was going on. Um, but they didn't get in the middle of anything, and they certainly didn't bum rush, you know, or you know, walk in with the cops into the Capitol building. And again, I think all those charges are bogus. I think that do I think Stedman should be charged for any of this shit? Well, hell no. But he basically walked up to the lion, petted the lion on the head, and then got pissed when the lion ate him. That's essentially what happened here. And he did it all for clout. So I don't have any sympathy for the guy. And I, I, I do think I have sympathy for his family, you know, to be, you know, his, his wife and kid to be put in the position um, by his own, you know, stupid behavior, trying to, you know, uh, try to generate some clout for himself on the Internet. Um, as as some kind of you know true believer patriot, I think that whole thing is stupid. Um, and so you know, while I while I sympathize with his family, you know, he did he did this to himself, and he did it because he assumed he assumed that this was simply not going to be an issue, and well, and he he figured he could get he figured he could get away with it, and there wouldn't be any political blowback. And you know, hey, let's be honest. I wouldn't have if you had asked me on January seventh if you know if people were going to get charged and sent to prison for that. I'd have said, hell no, that's that would be dumb. But as we all know, and as you know, those of us who have you know put in five decades on this planet know, the world is stupid. People do stupid shit, and uh, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to get your bit cut off, don't stick it in that hole in the wall. And he stuck it in the hole in the wall, and he took his chances. And he got his dick cut off, you know? Hopefully, I I hope my kids are smarter than that. There you go. Which ties in perfectly with the title of tonight's show about limited edition, which that bull, the the picture was bull. Because, you know, retards on the internet were talking, you know, hailing Ted Kaczynski. As some kind of a fucking savior. Folk hero. Yeah, folk hero. Okay. You know, the Unabomber, that guy. And it just, it got me thinking with other things that I wrote about in the last week and things that I see on the internet. And you, Nick, you just covered it. Okay. Pat Stedman deciding to go storm the Bastille. Thinking he's got, you know, that he's got bros who have his back. And he, so he decides to televise it, you know, for lack of better words, he did. He tweeted it, live streamed it, all that. 
And like you said, I agree with you, Nick, that, you know, the charges are bullshit, but there are consequences. And this is what happens when you get caught up in your own little narcissistic fantasies, okay? You think, oh, I'm going to be able to storm the fucking capital. I'm going to storm the Bastille. And everybody's got my back because on Twitter, everyone's going, get them, bro. Ah, we got your back, bro. Where this is the brotherhood, it's freedom and lizard people and all freedom. this. Freedom! Yeah, I, I have a quick question. Did they... Did any of his did any of his supporters on Twitter and all these all these guys did any of them like start a like a like a give send go or no something for for his family or no, nothing I don't know no do you know what when when he said the other day because I looked into it you know because I I'm 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 that twisted fucker I looked into it after the trial was over and he was found guilty on all counts. Okay, because let's let's talk about Mr. Stedman for just he, a second. he does have a GoFundMe or something out there that has a considerable well, amount of cash in it. He has a GoFundMe. No one else raised one. He did. Okay, gotcha. so when when he was found guilty, let's backtrack just a touch. So here a little while ago, the federal prosecutor, the government, offered him a plea deal, saying, "Hey." We'll drop all this shit, but you got to plead guilty to this. And you're looking about <clears throat> roughly about four years, up to five and a half, six years, you know, with, with you know, good behavior and all that shit that's included. Okay. So, you know, you're, you're, you're looking about four years or so, and then you're eligible for parole. Well, Mr. Stedman decided, ah, no, no. I'm not taking a plea deal. Okay. So he didn't. So they said, okay. So they charged him with what they charged him with in the plea deal and added everything else and then some. Mm. And he was found guilty on all counts. And now he's looking up to 20 years. Sentencing will be determined on September 8th. Just for anyone that wants to take notes, because I, I want to see, you know, what he's going to end up getting. Now that he's been found guilty, I'm curious as to, well, how much time is he going to get? And maybe it's the same amount. Maybe it's a little less. Maybe the judge decides to make a fucking example out of him and throws the book at him, and he's looking at 20 years. Yes, parole, all that, but the last time I checked... In order to be eligible for parole, you kind of had to serve like half. I think you had to serve half no. your sentence. So he's, you know, if he gets a 20 year sentence, he's looking at 10 years behind bars. Well, okay? you know, the, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's useful to talk about this, you know, not simply to get, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, twisted pleasure from piling on the guy and, and yeah, exactly, McTubus. He couldn't. He couldn't trust him with his life. With his life, implicitly trust him with his life. And and you know, I part of my problem with this whole thing is not even what Pat did, which I think was just reckless and stupid. That's something you would expect an eighteen-year-old to do. But somebody who's in his thirties, who's got a but wife and a family, but yeah. But that's what a guy that has narcissistic fantasies does. Wife is, you know, you have a wife, you have a child. Um, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna storm the Bastille, you need to make sure that everybody else is also storming the Bastille. 
Right. You know, and if you're going to do it, you know, wear, you know, wear, wear a wig and a hat and some glasses or something yeah, so that they don't, don't advertise it on the internet. Don't get on there and say, Hey, I'm, I'm Pat Stubbin and I'm, I was in the first wave and I did this and I did that. And we broke down the doors and here and I am in Nancy Pelosi's office. Yeah. The, yeah. Because, you know, and here's part of my problem with this, like I was saying is that there are, I saw all kinds of people on the, you know, on the, on the Twitters pumping his ass up back when it happened. And then also mm -hmm. after he got sentenced and oh, I heard yeah. a lot of, and I heard all this language from him, like, you know, this is the cause and we believe this and we have faith in that. And, you know, there's, there's this energy and there's that energy and, and all of that stuff is a bunch of useless online social media bullshit in it's real life fantasy. In real life, you are lucky if you've got one or two people that truly have your back in most things. Yep. But that's not Twitter isn't even, you know, real life. His his presence at the Capitol building was real life. And now that real life is coming back to bite him on the ass. Because if you are and look, I've been, you know, I've been on the, you know, right-ish, libertarian-ish side of things for most of my adult life. The one thing you know as a mature adult is that the government essentially has unlimited power. They don't have unlimited authority, but they do have unlimited power for all practical Correct. purposes. Correct. So if you're going if you're going to fuck with them, you are you are you are essentially fucking with the dragon. Oh and, yes, dragon. Yes. And you're you're naked and your dick is made out of wax. That's basically yep. where you're at. If the if the dragon wants you, the dragon gets you. And for you to escape the dragon in that case takes an extraordinary amount of time, energy, money, people, and you know, luck. So putting yourself in that position when you have a child and when you have a wife, you know, you're essentially saying, Hey kid, you know, I'm rolling the dice with your, with your right or whatever you want to call it, your ability to wake up under the same roof with your daddy every day, which is kind of important for a kid to be able to do that. You know, if there is one thing that's going to, it's, that's going to, you know, at the very, at the lowest level, at least help a kid out, it's that. And he basically, you know, X possibly X that out for an undetermined number of years of the kid's life, which is a shitty thing to do. So yeah, you can get mad that the government is being the government. You can get mad that the whammon are being the whammon. You can get mad at whoever for being whoever, but dragon is going to be a dragon, you know? Right. And there, thank you. That's what I mean by the narcissistic fantasy. Okay. When, when I see guys doing the bros before hoes and we're a brotherhood and, and even Ryan has said it with who's we, okay? It's the same concept. It's the idea that I've learned from trial and error when I was way younger than most of these guys that I look at my friends, my guys that I know in real life in the past, guys I know now, and future guys and future women, women in my past, women in my present. And I look at it and go, they're just people and they're doing what they think serves them best. Okay. And if it serves them best to fuck me over, they're going to fuck me over. Okay. Now that doesn't mean trust no one. 
It's not about paranoia. It's just accepting that if you have this code that, oh, bros before hoes and, and we are a brotherhood and all that. One, if you come at me with that about the brotherhood thing, besides saying we, who's we, I can sell it back to you. I can be like, oh, yeah, brother, I got your back. Just like what happened to Pat. Okay. <clears throat> There's all these guys and I got screenshots of it going, oh, that's insane and outrageous. And I'm like, and these are pretty big names in the internet. And I'm like, okay, are you going to take care of his wife and kids while he's doing time? Crickets. You know, it's, it's that narcissistic fantasy. Of course, you can get cheerleaders from anywhere because it's safe. I can cheerlead you guys on to Armageddon. I can cheerlead you on to your own death. That didn't hurt me none, so fuck it. Why not? Okay. The reality is you bought into your own bullshit and then you're surprised when your best friend fucks your wife or fucks your girlfriend or you're surprised when your girl monkey branches off to another dude or whatever it is. You're just like, oh my God, how can this be? And it's, you know, because I guarantee you on some level, that's where Pat's at. Even though he's playing it cool, Going, oh, well, you know, here we are. The fact that he took down a plea deal. They were going to get let him off light. And he's like, nah, I got this. I'll bet you he even went against his own attorney's advice. Because I'll sure. bet you his attorney probably said, bro, you should probably take this. And he said, nah, because there's a lot of freedom fighters. And I have a brotherhood behind me. And I got all these Twitter fans that are going to back me up. Except when he faced the dragon, he got burned. And he's the only one who burned because all the guys going, this is an outrage and this is injustice and this is insane and wrong. None of those motherfuckers were at January 6th. None right. of them, not one was there when he decided to storm the Bastille. Well, I can... I, I can I agree with all that. It is an outrage. It is injustice. It is wrong. It is all those things. But I, I what do you want me to do about it? You know, it, it reminds me of you know I grew up in Northeast Alabama and I, not too far from a place called Sand Mountain, which was notorious for having a lot of Pentecostal churches where they you know where they handled snakes and shit. And you know if you handled rattlesnakes long enough. You got bit by the rattlesnake. Now, God not everybody right did. Not everybody died, but you still got bit by the fucking snake. Now, you can sit there and say that it was because of my lack of faith I got bit, or you know, God was asleep at the wheel that day. I don't know. I don't know what those people use to justify their snake bittedness. But the fact of the matter is, when you pick up that snake, you were taking responsibility for what happens as a result, and anybody. Anybody who's been in any sort of pro-constitution, pro-liberty, libertarian, any kind of any kind of group, way of thinking, whatever, if you agree with a lot of that, what is the first thing that everybody always talks about is that you cannot trust the government to follow its own rules. That in and of itself is why the wise people, if they wanted to be there on January 6th, they were two miles away, you know, or they were way, way far enough away that 
if they were photographed there, you know, they were standing in a field or they were standing on a sidewalk, you know, drinking a water. They weren't roaming through the Capitol building. And you can you can get you can get outraged as much as you want to, but you know, when you're you're dealing you're dealing with a democratic administration that had already been elected. And 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 don't get me wrong, I, I don't I, I didn't trust Trump. I don't trust the Republicans either. But my point is that if you're a conservative and you're there doing shit during the transition, essentially, from a from a conservative to a liberal government administration, you know, you're ten you're just you're just ten kinds of foolish, you know? And I and I and I and I don't I I if if I feel bad for Pat. And I don't, but if I did, I would feel, I would feel bad for Pat in the same way I feel bad for the retard that doesn't know about waiting for the light to turn green before he crosses the street and walks out into traffic. That's, that's, if I'm going to be sympathetic, I, I can sympathize that he's, you know, retarded because he, because, because he's not thinking like a 35 year old grown ass man or however old he is. He's thinking yeah, like a man with a wife and a kid. He's thinking like a dumb shit teenager. And, and I do sympathize with his wife and kid. You know but, what the kid I sympathize with because the kid didn't ask for this. Okay. Right. So the kid is innocent, <clears throat> but his wife, she fucking chose him and read, you know, right, wrong, good or bad. She chose to stay by him. I'm not going to argue that, but she fucking chose him. So I don't feel bad for her either. I feel bad for the kid, but not for her. And Hey, because- shout out to uh red Hawk. Uh, sorry. I didn't make tonight, man. I was, I was busy socializing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. And I, and I think that, I think that this is a, this is yet another cautionary tale because your, your, your Twitter bros, aren't are just twitter bros they're gonna they're gonna be for they may be there for you on twitter but that's it that and and because you know because look you know am i gonna drive across country to bail rob out of jail probably not probably not if If i was already going if i was already if i was already going to salt lake city you know for something else. Hey, well, oh shit. Rob needs a ride out of jail. Well, fuck, I'm already here. I might as well pick him if up. I, if I was going to Salt Lake City anyway to hang out with Rob and he said, oh, by the way, you know, I'm, I'm in jail. In jail. Hey, can, can you, you come bail me, me out? I'd be like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll probably, I'll swing by the jail on my way to your place. Dude, you I know. wouldn't even ask you for the money. I would just be more like, can you pick me up? Yeah. I already bailed myself out because that's my problem because I got myself into it. But I would be like, hey, since you're here, can you come pick me up? I'll, I'll buy you a T-bone and tell you all about it. You know? I've but bailed that- I've bailed exactly one person out of jail in my life, and that was one of my kids. So, you know. Which, I, you know that one I get. I, I did it. I did it for him. Well. But... You know, I, I also did it. I also felt sorry for him because he was kind of a retard too. <laughs> and you know, he just thankfully he wasn't a retard, you know, at the level for that you know Stedman is, right? Or yeah, or for too long, you know. But but that's you know, that's why I bring it up at all. It's it's because there's just there's just this, this ridiculous conflation of all these, you know, weird meta friendships and shit that occur online. 
and it, and you start believing your own, you know, you start smelling your own farts, you start believing your own hype, and then worse, your audience starts blowing smoke up your ass too, which is, I think a lot of people did that with Stedman. A lot of people do that oh, yeah. with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Which, you Dude, know. Every day. You see it every day. Someone makes a, a tweet about whatever. It, it's controversial. It's definitely polarizing. It's the shit that marketers jerk off to, okay? Because it gets likes and it gets engagement. Because some retards want to go in and say, fuck you. And the other retards want to go in and go, no, fuck you. And the next thing you know, they're all yelling, fuck you at each other. And, and it gets major engagement for the guy who said, hi, hey, you know, you guys are retards because you're whamming. Or, hey, you're a retard because of what, whatever. Okay. He did it just for the engagement because he's got a T-shirt to sell. Right, and right. meanwhile, everybody gets caught up in it because you're too fucking stupid to realize it. That, dude, this is all your narcissistic fantasies playing out. You're jacking off over nothing, thinking I've got, you know, half of the internet behind my back because, you know, I'm a progressive sex working only fans girl and I got all these women behind my back. And on Twitter, yep, sure looks like it. Meanwhile, Tradcon Twitter's going, you need to cover up, be modest, and make sure you have a bunch of babies. And the other half of Tradcon Twitter jumps on and, yeah, Matt Walsh is right. And you think, yeah, yeah, man, I am fucking there. This is my moment. And that's your narcissistic fantasy. Because when you go and, dis and decide to storm the, the Bastille, when you decide to pull a stat, uh, Pat Stedman, everybody's cheering you on. Yeah, man, I got you, bro. You're a legend. And then you get convicted because the dragon burned your fucking dick off. And you're going, bro, where were you? Oh, bro, I, uh, man, I'm not going over there to the Bastille. They're the fucking <laughs> there. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to get burned by a goddamn dragon. That thing's for real. It's it's like it's it's the same thing. It's like don't get high on your own supply. Right. You know? that's, well, that's Which exactly is, what it is. Yeah. It's like rule number one. Yeah. And, you know, Scarface. Yep. Don't get high rule on your own supply. Yeah. I also I also I also you know shout out to the uh, sushi queen of Texas over here in the chat. Um, I, yeah, I don't I don't believe Stedman's pulled a lot of chicks. <laughs> Dude, my my I fucking just, girl, my girlfriend's fucked more girls than he has. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I'm not buying that. They smell nice. God damn it. They smell yeah. nice. That, that counts for at least five notches. The well, they, same that they smell nice. Come on. Shower. They, you and, know, and, yeah. and fuck y'all for fucking making me agree with Kate, with Kate here. Jesus Christ. I never thought I'd see the day. I don't know if I'm, I'm starting to get old and get soft in my old age or what, but she's got some points, man. I'm just like, Kate's got, you know, I, I, I find myself, I find myself, you know, I like Kate. I don't, I don't agree with her. You know, I maybe agree with about half of what I see. I even see come through Twitter, which isn't even, a, that isn't even a lot. Cause I don't see, you know, I, I don't see, you know, I'll get on Twitter for a few minutes. I'll react to the stuff I see. And then I get back off again. Cause there's just not a lot of value there for me, but, um, yeah. you know, but you know, what I like about Kate is, 
you know, her ability to make dudes just completely spurg out over over anything she says, which I think is which I think is kind of funny. But uh, yeah. you know, I'd hang out with Kate. I wouldn't talk, you know, I wouldn't, talk, I wouldn't talk about serious shit with her, but I don't even talk about serious shit with my own girlfriend. So. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, I know she made one guy fucking spurg out several times. Oh, she made guys. She, she's like the, she's like one, one in particular. One tongue. in particular. Yeah. One in particular though comes to mind. <laughs> oh shit. Well, maybe that's a story for backstage. I don't know. All I know, and, and I'll say it without, you know, saying anything other than I've talked to Kate personally, not face to face, but I've talked to her. And on the, the positive end, she's intelligent and, you know, she she's who she is that you see on the Internet. That's Kate. OK, she's also a girl. OK, yeah. <laughs> just like any other girl, she's a girl which is great, not bad. She's not a dude masquerading type of thing. Kate's Kate. It's what you see is what you get. And while she can be a little abrasive occasionally, and most of the time when I see her go off, I'm just like, oh, pat her on the head. There you go. All right. She does make a point here and there that I'm like, wow, look at who's keeping it fucking real. You know, Kate Kate does definitely get a banger out there once in a while. So I that's why I can't block her or like, you know, unfollow her or whatever, because she kind of keeps it real. I've, I've, un I've unmuted her too. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently unmuted her. Like normally, like you know, seventy-five percent of the time she gets the ball gag. But well, well recently, you know, that, that's how I started. You know, when I first, you know, saw Kate, I was like, "Who's this?" And I was like, "God damn, she's fucking annoying." And yeah. so I had to mute because I was just like, "I can't. It's just too much." But then, you know, somehow again, how we were talking earlier about. You block, you mute, you do all this shit, and yet they still show up in your fucking feed. And somebody had, you know, quote tweeted her, and I was like, oh, well, wow, she actually has a fucking point. Yeah. Let's face it. Let's face it. You know, <laughs> first of all, most human beings are annoying to begin with. Second of all. This true. This is true. All women are annoying. Well, yes. So, but, but, some, but some annoying women are also amusing and fun. And, and that, so, you know what? That's Kate that's, to me. She's that's amusing. enough. Yep. She's amusing that's, and fun. She's enough. still annoying. I'm not going to say she ain't. You know, most of the time it's like, but it's like, God, she's kind of fun. Well, but you know, because I've talked to I had, I had to figure out is she for real or is she bullshit? We're all annoying to somebody. You know, we're all somebody's cousin Eddie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, who gives a shit? <laughs> Well, you know, look at Kate here outing herself. You know, she can admit it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, sure. She's a she's an INTJ. So. Oh yes, there's that. An <laughs> INTJ, a girl boss who doesn't like brokies. Yeah, we we got you, Kate. <laughs> well, at least an INTJ beats a CUNT any day of the week. Well. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things about INTJs is they're supposed to be super analytical and super, you know, straightforward. So most of your INTJs are spurgs to some. <laughs> and I say that because no, no, not Kate, not Kate. I say that. Look, when I had to take those, when I had to take those bullshit tests, you know, they, you know, I took it four times. <laughs> two times they said I was an INTJ, and two times they said I was an. INFJ or whatever. So what is that? Yeah, whatever. Know, it's like the most it's the most rare one. 
<laughs> but that ISTJ is, is one of the most common. You do have a spot of the tism. Well, we There's all do, but you know that's kind of but that you know that's kind of the point because because my my girlfriend is my girlfriend is definitely not an INTJ, but you know she she doesn't date brokies either. She just she just. <laughs> She's just not going to be direct about it. She's just not. She's not going to come out and say, you know, yeah, I Fuck dated. You, I don't date brokies. I, I, you know, so would you date a garbage man? I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. I don't I just, know. Just doesn't appeal to me. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah, because he's a brokey. Right. She she would never say that. She she doesn't mm-hmm. even I don't even think she even frames the conceptualizes it in oh, the same no, way. Not even, dude, it's all unconscious. It's all right. so routine in the spaghetti brain. Yeah. But it's- but here's the thing here's the thing about the thing that the thing about Kate is at least I could have dinner with Kate because you know, we'd have the the steak and the sushi would be, you know, flowing hard so you know, I can eat that shit. Same here. It wouldn't Same. be any, you know, it wouldn't be, uh, hey, let's try this vegetable, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, no, that. yeah. It, it, yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's, shit. that's probably one of the, one of the endearing qualities. So, wow. so good. So, so, so good on you, Kate. Yeah. Same <laughs> here. Same here. <laughs> you like me? I can eat the brokies. Yeah. I can eat the shit. Some sushi. Man. Holy shit. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's what I'm saying about the whole narcissistic fantasy. Rather guys have some fantasy script in their head about low notch count. And you got to like, you know, you got to like making waffles and sewing and have seven kids because that's the easy script, at least to me, you know, seeing guys, you know, all these trad con dudes and, Oh, well, you know, she's got tattoos and nose ring. And it's like, okay, there's your narcissistic fantasy coming out. Yeah. But it's when I see guys doing narcissistic fantasies with other men, it's the bros before hoes. It's the brotherhood. It's the, you know, we, you know, it's the, it's, it culminates in the lesson that Pat Stedman showed us a couple of years ago. It's a guy who went down a rabbit hole and he he drank way too much of the Kool-Aid with QAnon, started buying into some really weird bullshit. And I've got the I've got the the periscopes that he did because I was just like, what the fuck is this? Oh, I've seen those. Spirit cooking. Yeah, mm. spirit, spirit cooking, cooking. And, and the louche and all this other weird shit. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, you are going deep. Okay. But then he decides to take on the Bastille. Okay. You know, because Lord God Emperor Trump, he got a personal communique, kind of like Charlie Manson heard from Angels, who were the Beatles on the White Album. Okay. And look what happened there. We had Helter Skelter. Okay. But instead of Pat sending minions to go out and murder Sharon Tate, and then, you know, ultimately get convicted for it anyway. He decided, because he was smelling his own farts, he was getting high on his own supply, but he was definitely in this narcissistic fantasy, you know, that, oh, I got my bros, they got my back because they're cheering me on from the balcony on Twitter. And now he's looking at up to 20 years. And all those Twitter bros 
who egged him on and and encouraged and bolstered his bullshit because he believes in his own bullshit. And they believe in their own bullshit too. And maybe they contributed to his GoFundMe, but I promise you, whatever amounts in there is not going to cover 20 years. It's not. No. Okay. No. Not with cost of living, with inflation. He's maybe got a couple of years in there at, at most. But I'm not seeing any of those guys wanting to go and stand with him while he gets sentenced and go spend time in prison with him to say, we, we're in solidarity with you, Pat. Fuck the dragon. We'll do time with you. Not one. Okay. I'm not seeing guys saying, dude, I will come every day and make sure your wife and your kid are good. Not one. Okay. Somebody's it's going to. There. Well, yes, there's going to be a, there's gonna be a <laughs> motherfucker like me who's going to be like, "Hey, girl, what you up to?" No, um, I think it's going to I think it's going to be Vince from Masculine Geek because apparently they, him and Stedman, don't live too far from each other. Well, oh, that, this shit. is true. You know, this is true. And you know, and Kate, that, just uh, just real quick, Kate, I I live in Houston or outside of Houston, so yeah, Kate's I'm a native in Texan. Dallas. Yeah, she's in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, the, she's like she's like next time y'all are in Texas, we'll get it. You know. Well, this goes this this goes back this goes back to yeah well you know uh, 2025 we're doing a let them burn national tour, so we're hitting we're hitting uh, big cities and small towns uh, back and forth across the United States. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a uh, if it's going to be a uh, um, you know like a highly promoted thing or if we're just going to like slip in and slip out of various cities, but you know. We'll, we'll have more details on that next summer. My God, that sounds like my investment post that I did recently. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the, I saw it. I saw it in my email. I haven't read it yet. Oh, dude, the, you, you should check it out. You well, the, it. Oh, I read it. Yeah. This, well, this, I it, knew Paul did. Look, I read it, but the, here's the thing about his post. Like, he's told me most of this stuff that he's writing about already. Like, oh, yeah. This is not new. This is not new. Yeah. People who know? This well, I've is got for guys that have been around me for a minute. It's well, still I, useful though. I know? started up really I awesome. started up a Substack myself and and I'm I've got two posts that I'm going to drop soon. One is about donut theory and one is about the mindfuck roller coaster. And this whole Stedman situation and all of these <laughs> all of these Polish MILF is back on the menu for yeah! ah. Right on. Like I said, there you fantasies you know pat's thinking someone's gonna take care of your wife and it's like oh yeah well this is this is the mind this is the mindfuck roller coaster and the internet the internet is superb for that because you know we inflate and build tell ourselves stories about shit all the time to make us feel better to cope with the situation we're in you know don't forget about you know the family alpha who you know two years ago two years ago was telling you that you know if you didn't if you weren't you know working from home and 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 shit then you weren't you weren't you didn't love your family and then of course you know when the bottom fell out and most people who were working solely online couldn't sustain that anymore um, they had to go back and get real jobs. So then, you know, that's the greatest thing that ever happened. But we tell ourselves all this shit. <laughs> we tell ourselves all this shit to keep uh, that to keep that version of reality that we want 
you know, going, you know, and kind that, of like the, the, the other thing too, real, real quick is what aggra- what I, what aggravates me slightly with, with, with Pat is that like, I don't think there's, there's a family man on this planet at, at some point in their life as a family man has, has been in a position to just say, fuck it, but they've had to dr- bring it back in just because, you know, yeah. Hey, I got a, I got a wife. I got, I got, I got responsibilities when, you know, in their heart of hearts, they want to, they want to go and do the opposite and like just throw caution to the wind and stuff like that and say, I, I've been in a couple I've been of there. I've like been that. there. Yeah, was there. exactly. You know, and, yeah. and one of the, one of the things that pulled me back was the fact that, you know, not only did I not want to fail my responsibility to the children that I chose to have, but you know, it's, it's more than that because it's not anybody, it's, you know, it's not anybody else's responsibility out there to take care of my, you know, of my fuck trophies. Right. You know, right. he's certainly Rob sure as hell ain't going to do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, he might take care of your wife, but he's right, not going right. to take care of the you know, trophies. He may put in an, uh, you know, an hour a day at the house, but that's, yeah. about, that's about all he can be counted on. So it's nobody else's job <laughs> to do that. That's my fucking job. Right. And so, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times, you know, I would have loved to throw it all, throw it all in the wind and just, you know, gone and done something, you know, gone. Like, and yeah, done I can, something. I can do, I can do, I can do some prison time, but it's like, yeah, but, but, but your kids shouldn't have to because of you. Yeah. And that's the thing. Right. And that's, yeah. that's why, that's why, okay, let's see. I can, I can go and chase some, I can go and chase some internet clout by doing this dumb thing. Or, you know, I could, I could dial it back. And I could just accept the fact that uh, there are certain things that, you know, either is not my responsibility or the time is not yet right for. And the problem with the problem with storming the Bastille is that everybody <laughs> has to do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, go, if, go if, back to go back. If to everybody's not if everybody's not who? storming the Bastille at the same time. You're just hanging your dick out in the wind to get chopped off. Oh, yeah. Know? And that's just yeah, dumb. And anybody, anybody old enough to have a wife and a child should know that right Where we go, back, go, back go back to what zach said uh he said i trust you so that we have a narcissistic fantasy. we we have we have a saying in the military you can trust me with your sure. life but not your money or your wife right and that's something that's something that you learn early on narcissistic fantasy <laughs> that's it right there i i'll trust you with my life but not my wife it's like, I mean, there's reality in that, but at the same time, that that encapsulates. I've seen that play out. I've seen I've seen that play out in real time, bros. Like that's it's it's eye opening. It's it's just eye opening. That's it. I gotta well, go back to Chad though, because he's throwing fucking money here. Uh, so okay. Chad, I gotta play a song for you because I know you would love to hear it. It's why you're throwing money at me. And this is how I feel about Pat Stedman. I mean, don't forget, you know, I'm the guy that's just going to tell you up front. uh, I'm not helping you dispose of any dead bodies. You show up to my house in the middle of the night with a dead body. You know, I may not, I, I may not report you. Right, but I'm but certainly not picking up a shovel off my property. You know, right. if, if we're, well, to the, if we're to the point where I'm burying dead bodies with you, then the shit has hit the fan. 
Well, this this is why this is why you do the hard work of having pre-selected sites with holes dug already. Well, this if is why not, this is why you don't go on the internet and say I'm going to bury dead, body, you know, because sure yeah. as shit, something somebody's gonna somebody's gonna kill somebody. You know, you're gonna get you know Roman McClay is gonna show up and he's gonna you know gonna write a book called Sanction, and then you know that he's gonna he's gonna off some people and then. You know, instead of instead of getting killed by the cops, he's going to disappear into the hills. And then the next thing you know, they're pulling his Twitter and they're seeing where you're like, yeah, bro, anytime you need me to help you bury the bodies, you know, you know who to come to. And then that's when you get a porch uh, to, to visit be, from the federales. To, to be honest, though, like from my experience, like he that he's kind of an outlier. Because in my experience, when I was in the military and shit, if, if a motherfucker's gonna hit you, he's not gonna say nothing. He's just gonna hit you. You know, they're they're just gonna fucking knock, try to knock you out in one shot. Yeah. And they're not. That's that's why that's why I was so high strung. Uh, well, we don't there. even we don't even trust our <laughs> chat holes. I mean, look at you, motherfuckers. You barely even you barely. I mean, look even, at McTubis. Holy you barely shit. even super chat Rob McTubis is always dragging the show and trying to get us to end it. <laughs> you know. I don't love any of you people. Kill the show. <laughs> I don't. I don't love y'all. If y'all quit showing up, I don't same conversation for the past three years. Motherfucker, yeah, so, you can't even yeah. count that fucking high. So what go back and talk to your goats, what man. It, what was it? Ryan said, "Hate your audience, but you know a just little, a little bit. Just hate, yeah, hate I, them just I'm a little bit. Take it to the next step and say, no, hate your audience a lot. Hate them thoroughly." Hate yeah, I hate them completely. You know, all you motherfuckers. We don't we don't want any soft motherfuckers showing up here. If we got <laughs> if we got if we got women as hard as Kate showing up. I was just about know, to say Kate's harder than most motherfuckers. I expect here, I expect you dudes to expect you dudes to double that. At yeah, least. Please. At least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the hardest motherfucker in the room is a woman, you fuckers have got work to do. Private Paul, your ass looks like ten pounds of chewed Chew bubble, bubble gum. gum. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like when when the hardest motherfucker is like a hundred pound girl in your chat. <laughs> Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's right. Holy dog shit. Private Texas, only steers and queers, queers. from there, and you don't look much like a steer, so that narrows you it You don't down. have any horns. That's right. So that kind of narrows it down. I'll bet you're yep. the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not have the goddamn yeah. common courtesy for a reach, reach around. around. Yeah. You. When he walks up, when he walks up the pile and he says, he says, God damn, did your parents have any children that live? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's get it right. He said, Did your parents have any children that lived? Sir, yes, sir. I'll bet they were grotesque. <laughs> you modern art masterpiece, fat body. Oh, Jesus. Let's get it right. He did say that. He's like, Did your parents have any children that lived? Yep. And, and you know, there I'll bet they were grotesque. You could be a <laughs> modern art man, you know, and that's most of you motherfuckers in the chat when Kate, a girl, can show up and fuck can show you guys up. Because your ass looks like 10 pounds of chewed bubblegum. Oh, or dear. as the drill instructor said later, pick them up and put them down, pile. The fucking war will be over by the time we get there, won't it? <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> That's right, Private Pile. Don't make any effort. If God wanted you up at the top of that he obstacle, he'd have miracled your ass up there. That's right, bitch. If there's some pussy up there, you'd get up there, wouldn't you, Private Pile? That's right. No shit. Uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know they... <laughs> five foot nine. Holy shit. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. That's right. Holy dog shit. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. I'll tell you what. I could... I, the, from, the, from the opening, from the haircutting... Until the bathroom murder like, scene, yep, I can yep. loop. I could loop that for like yep. hours. Well, that's what I. That's why I tell people like the first thirty minutes of no, no, of first movie. hour. It's the first hour. The first it, hour, okay. First hour is. of that movie. It's two hour, yeah, first two hour, hour of that movie. and it's the it's first pretty, hour that they're in boot. That's the yeah. best. The rest of it, eh, whatever. It's that yeah, first it's, it's hour. Best, in boot. Yep. That, first hour. But that movie is that movie is just that movie is just you know sleek and there is no fat on that script at all there is no fat on that movie that's you know that's a great yeah, it's, it's it's funny because like when I, when I was in the military there was not there was not a weekend where you could go into a barracks and not have a group of guys watching that movie mm-hmm. i mean it is that ubiquitous it is that <laughs> ubiquitous <laughs> but it's a good movie man i mean shit like i, I i've seen it oh dude at least yeah, I agree, Valor. I, I think that's I, I I have a hard time. I, I'd have a hard time arguing different. Yeah, I, I would agree. It with is. That. And and Full Metal Jacket is probably other than the Star Wars thing for me. I've probably watched Full Metal Jacket almost as much as I've watched Star Wars. It's it's right up there because it's that good. And it's the first hour. Uh, it's, it's one of the few. Hour. It's one of the few movies that. It's one of the few movies I, I've watched, like I said, pro- at least a couple hundred times, and I still do not get tired of it. Uh, yeah, same here. I, I was watching that with a girlfriend once a couple of years ago, and uh, and we got to that scene. We got to that scene where uh, Joker and Rafter Man are sitting there drinking a beer, and the prostitute comes up, and she's Me like, so "Oh horny. yeah, me so horny, Woo. me love you long time, all that shit." Yeah. And my girlfriend turns to me, and she said. She said, is that where you got that from? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I thought you just made that up. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, if you stick around me long enough, you're going to find out that 90% of all my good shit is I stole from somebody else. <laughs> uh, yeah. God damn it. Uh, eyes wide shut. I, I've only, I don't know about you. I've only seen bits and pieces of eyes wide oh. shut. The only the only oh thing I give a shit about is seeing Nicole Kidman topless. Well, and, there's uh, that, but dude, no. But I've never seen the whole movie, so. You you really need to watch it, Bull, because there's a so? whole. Oh, absolutely. Because okay. I know I know the way your mind rolls because you've been here, we've talked. I think mm-hmm. you could truly, it's not Full Metal Jacket. It's not The Shining. Okay. It's I've not Shining. that level. Yeah. It's, it's not to that level, but. Given your proclivities, mm. I think you would enjoy Eyes Wide Shut because okay. I I enjoy Wise Eyes Wide Shut. It's a good show. So you oh, probably I, like. speaking of speaking of which, I I watched uh, the Tao with Steve a couple weeks. Oh, couple the Tao with Steve, yeah. The Dow Dow Tao Dow Steve, yeah. It's pronounced Dow. Not a Tao. Yeah, All right, yeah. faggot. That's not argue over pronunciation. Hey, that was an okay said, movie. Said the English major. That was an okay no, movie. Look, a literary cunt. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> grammar is here to serve man, not man to serve grammar. And wow. I'll die on that hill. All <laughs> right, you That's literary cunt. <laughs> you know, I was kind of I was kind of taken aback that that Clary would even would even mention me in I, that I, I, it made in that sense post. You're a literary cunt. Because <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's he's a literary count, but it's more than that. It's more than that because I I hold Clary in such high regard and esteem. That's wow. that's part of really? it. It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like when you know one of your childhood heroes, you know, even mentions that you exist at all. It's like it's got to be what people feel like when you know when Pat Stedman you know mentioned them in their you know in one of his broadcasts from. Washington DC. You're fucking wrong for that, bro. <laughs> and, and I only hope, you know, and it, it, it should go without saying that I implicitly trust Aaron Clary with my life. No. And, no, 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 and no, so no. if he if he ever if he ever winds up on you know on the wrong end of you know Janet Reno's gun or however you want to put it, <laughs> um, I will. I will be there. I will be there for Aaron Clary. Wow. I will be there for him. Someone, someone, clip that. He's Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> Do you trust Aaron, him implicitly? Do you trust him implicitly? I implicitly trust Aaron Clary with my life. Yes. Wow. And you know, Holy he, shit. He, well, he's the dad I never had, and the one I didn't want, but the one I never had. <laughs> Aaron Clary is the guy who wrote a book just so young men would call him daddy. That that is. I mean that's 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 even, that's more bullshit even for you, Nick. <laughs> there's 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 never there's never too much bullshit for me. <laughs> I will I will crank that you know I will crank we, we've, that. We've gone through the we've passed through the looking glass on. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we did that a long time ago. <laughs> Jesus, did that a long time. I'm I'm serious though. I think I think I think Aaron Clary is the greatest living American today, and I I I only hope. Well, he's better than Roman and McClay, but I only hope that really? I, would, I don't I don't know. You're you're reaching bull. I only hope that if Aaron Clary ever goes on a homicidal shooting spree, that he'll come to my house and let me help him make his getaway. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna say that right now. Wow. All right. So if any of you FBI <laughs> folks out there, if Agent Johnson or Special Agent Johnson is out there. <laughs> I'm I'm standing by those words. So if if Aaron Clary is ever involved in that sort of um, that sort of you know misanthropy, I will be I will be covering his getaway. So you yeah. you implicitly said, said the glowy said the glowy. Well, there's that. But I was gonna say, so you implicitly <laughs> trust him with your life. I implicitly, I do implicitly he trust Aaron Clary with my life. You were, you were, you were gone taking a whiz, but yeah, yeah, I do, I do. I have to, con- I have to confess that. Well, he's, I mean, we he's teased only, that out of Nick a minute ago. He's, he's the only one of, he's the only one of you bastards that's that's worth it. So, you know, fair enough. He, you know, since he included you in his, he put game me in his book. Yeah, yeah he put me in his book of cunts of America. He knows yeah. my name. He knows who I am. My, I, I feel seen. Like, notice me, senpai. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> senpai, and what was the other one? Kampai. You are noticed. Uh, I feel seen. You've been noticed, Kampai. Uh, so Jesus. Yeah. That's uh. Well, I hope for your sake you you never meet him because you 
you never want to meet your heroes. It, dude, it's it's he's really a disappointment. <laughs> no way. There's, there's no way. <laughs> not not Aaron Aaron Clary is nobody's disappointment. No, Jesus. dude, I've met Aaron Clary. He's a disappointment. I'm telling you. You Damn won't pedestalize you. women, but you'll pedestalize Clary. Okay. Well, Jeez. I don't really see it that way, but I, I can see why you would say that. God, <laughs> God pedestalized Clary. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking up at him. Uh, is is? Yeah. Boy, it's getting, it's getting de- deep and thick in here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Faker oh, than Billy's, Billy's mom's, mom's tits. Yikes. Uh, no, nobody gets my jokes anymore anyway, so what difference does it make? Well, you know, you're just yelling at clouds. It's faker than Kate Ann's boyfriend. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, oh shit. I, I, do I even have a sound effect to go with that? Because God damn. I, I do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if, if her boyfriend turned out to be just a spicy tuna hand roll that she sits up in that little stand across the table from her and she, you know, she named, she, you know, she named it, you know, whatever his name is, some Japanese name, but yeah. uh, Fukushima, Fukuyama. Wouldn't that be something? Fukushima. You know- I, I've wondered that not only about, you know, Instagram and because, you know, I've seen pictures of Clary sitting in a, you know, a, a, a mediocre bar in Vegas, you know, a mediocre bar. Well, well, because, you know, let's, let's keep it real here. He's, he's, you he's know, thrifty. it was yeah. an airport bar. This is the guy that flies spirit. So he's not hanging out at a five star. He's not busting champagne bottles with Tate. Okay. So I, I see the picture and he's got his jacket on and he's got his stogie in his mouth and he's giving us the finger. And I'm sitting there going, I've met Aaron in real life. He doesn't have any friends. Okay. Well, he doesn't. I, I've met him. He's been in my house just like Bull has. And I'm like, this guy is not at a five star because he flies spirits. So he's in some fucking cheap fucking saloon somewhere. And I'm thinking he had to have had his phone on a, like a little tripod or something, making it look like someone else took the photo because, you know, I, I'm Aaron Clary and I got a bunch of friends. And it's like, dude, I know you. You don't have any friends. You have acquaintances. You have associates. You have syncophants. You have no friends. So you're saying that when he takes his wife out for dinner, they go to the P.F. Chang's at the airport? I'm telling you, he doesn't have a wife. Okay. He has pictures of a wife, but they're not his wife because he doesn't have a wife. The dog doesn't even like him. Dude, the, the only reason that dog tolerates him is because he's got a jar of peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Skippy, dude. With the peanuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. The crunchy variety, you know? Crunchy uh, Skippy, bro. That's how I know my dog loves me is because I don't even keep peanut butter at the house. 
Hey, well, at least you have something, okay? When he has the dog of no value, I'm like, the only reason that dog's sticking around is because you have a jar of peanut butter there somewhere. Because I've met the guy. It's like, no, you're you're not this, this you know, wandering, traveling soul hanging out in five-star fucking casinos because you're too cheap for that and you don't have any friends because no one can stand you. And so you have your camera, you know, your phone and a tripod. God damn. That's what it is, you know. That's what it is. That, that's, I'm just, I'm, that's half of Instagram. The other half is orbiters taking pictures of their chicks. That's all it is. I'm just surprised that with the amount of times that Clary hangs out with PF Chang's at airports, he doesn't run into he doesn't run into Kate Ann. Well, you know, he, he wouldn't dare go near Dallas because you know Kate would set him straight. Uh, but you know what? P.F. Chang's doesn't have, they don't serve sushi, do they? I don't know. I, been, I don't there. know if they do that, but they do. They make a great, uh, oh, what is it? It's, it's, it's a lettuce wrap. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. That is yeah. some good shit. The last time I was at, uh, I was at that P.F. Chang's at Planet Hollywood in Vegas and, uh, with work people and we went down there, we just got, that's basically oh, what we did. We ordered a bunch of that and some of their, uh, yeah, some of their little fucking ribs. Mm-hmm. Their yeah, ribs we've got P.F. Chang's here too. And the fucking lettuce wraps, you know, the rest of the foods, eh, it's all right. It's not great. It's not bad. It's overpriced for what it is, but the fucking lettuce wraps. And yeah, now that's it's overpriced, shit. overpriced, mediocre Chinese is what it is. Yeah, it is. Hold on a second. Hold, hold, hold on. Billy, 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 come on, man. Where, Where are you looking, Bull? Kate scares me. Um, how are you going to be afraid of a hundred pound girl with a body pillow for a boyfriend? Exactly. <laughs> how are you gonna be well, you know what? Take the body pillow out and let's just say, how are you gonna be afraid of a girl, dude? There she's yeah. a girl. She's just like a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> what she she gonna do to you? Be, she might be an INTJ, you know, on the on the spectrum because she just opens her mouth like, and filters not there, but dude, she's still just a girl. It's like, oh she's spry. <laughs> she's spry. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> bitch, that little skinny bitch can bob and weave. She's quick and wiry. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, she's, she's a little fried. She's like she's like fighting a meth addict. <laughs> I wouldn't fight her. I would just I would have like a I would have like a spicy tuna roll eating contest or something, yeah, which yeah, she but she would probably win. Yeah, probably fuck you up, would, dude. You know, but but the fact is, she would be like squirrel, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just keep some, some just keep some little balls of foil in your pocket, and when you see her, just throw it out. And- <laughs> yeah, that's it. She's not Lilith. Jesus. She's just a girl. Just yeah. relax. <laughs> uh. She's just a girl, guys. That's like it's like those only fan girls today. <laughs> you can't you don't you don't have permission to use my picks. <laughs> oh my god, you know what? And you know what? I think it was Ryan or somebody touched on it that all those women fucking missed an opportunity of a lifetime. 
instead of, you know, you don't have permission and I'm blocking you and blah, blah, blah. It's like you fuckers should have thrown your OnlyFans link up in there. Yeah, I haven't told one of those girls. I'm like, you're getting free advertisement. Yeah. And then, but her reply was like, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather go forego the, the marketing instead of being bullied. I'm like, oh, anytime, so any, anytime you put yourself out there. Yeah. Anytime you put yourself out there online or in public, you're going to get criticism. I mean, right. if she's on, if she's doing porn on OnlyFans, you know, she's, she's taking facials and, you know, wants to be respected as an artist. Come on. And that's, you, I mean, that's fine, dude. It's yeah, like, it is what it is, but just grow, grow thicker skin, like grow a fucking backbone. Nah, it's just recognize that there's no such thing as bad press. Exactly. Damn. That's what, that's what I was trying to tell her. It's like, yeah. And I get it. And that's where I was like, oh man, these women have no idea. It's like, here's your opportunity. When Paul's going, oh, look at the whammon, you, you just go, hey, here's my OnlyFans. Come well, sign up. It's like he, he, he posted that pic of those three girls together and like yeah. one or two of those girls from that pic. I'm just like, look, it's a good pic. Just roll with it. Right. You know, just fucking roll with it. It's a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't even. It wasn't learn even. To, learn to play the game. Right. Yeah, they, they didn't even, you know, they didn't even, you know go into Photoshop and superimpose 10,000 hot dogs on top of their heads or anything. It, I know. Was, just, it was just a regular he was picture. Just like, how, he's just like, how would you open? Well, I mean, here's the real, the real problem is it, it's like with all that other shit, you know, there's, there's the male outrage because, you know, I could go on and I could put up videos of me fishing and, you know, I'll get three people like it and two people will follow me. Some chick in a bikini gets on there and, you know, post videos of her fishing. And all of a sudden, you know, it's a business for her. You know, yeah. and she she retires from she retires from the from wherever and she's start doing that. So dudes get outraged about that, which you shouldn't, because that's been the nature of humanity since the beginning. Yeah, it's like, oh, gosh, double standards. But then oh, it's shit. even worse for the chick to get pissed <laughs> off that the dudes are pissed off and, and making fun of them for, you know, making 10 grand a month without really doing anything at all. So it's it's like the whole thing is a farce. But yeah, I mean, Kate, like you, you post a lot of pics anyway on your public pics. Yeah, know. why not? I mean, you're, you're like some of them are kind of spicy. You're like in a bikini and stuff like that, or you know, it is what it is. I'm not gonna you know. dress or whatever. You know, what whatever you're showing off the goods. You've worked hard for it. You've made it. Yeah. Why not? Well, why she does what she does. What what most dudes won't do is that she simply owns it. She owns it, it completely. Yeah. That's and, it. And she's like, you know, I got one life. This is it. I'm, you know. I'm I'm fit and I eat a lot of sushi. So it's like, yeah. all right. I eat my steak, I eat my sushi, I deadlift, I don't date brokies, and so go fuck. Yeah, I don't date brokies, I eat a lot of sushi and steak. Here's my bikini, here's my little titties, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like all right. Here's my here's a, here's my B cups. Okay. It's, it's like here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with B cups, but you know No, there's nothing wrong. She yeah. just she just owns it. That's my, yeah. my ex-wife. My ex-wife had bees. I, I mean, you I used to call them bee stings. Bee stings. <laughs> she said, "I've got bee cups." I said, "You have bee stings." Oh, Ooh. I actually, I actually liked it though. That's that's what she yeah. had. She had the because she had because I married her for her ass anyway. So right. Well, hey, dude, I get it. You know, my ex-wife <laughs> had bee cups. The the boobs weren't the problem. It was everything else. 
You know, it's like, hey, your tits are fine. It's it's your fucking attitude and who you are that's driving me crazy. Ladies, take it from us. Sanity and B cups will get you far in life. You have nothing to worry about if you can just <laughs> focus on sanity and bees. That's it. Sanity, the, pleasantry, and bees. It'll take you far. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, e cup b cups are the what did she say b cups are the best you can go brawless but they're better than a cups yeah. well you know a cups is the carpenter's wet dream <laughs> flat as a board easy to nail that's right well there you go you know Thanks, there there's you know more than a handful or a mouthfuls of waste anyway you know well i mean i don't I'm a tits guy. Let's just. Oh, see, that. and I'm an but, ass. I'm an ass. I'm, I'm a tits and thighs guy. But the thing is, it's like you know my rule. You know, if she makes my dick hard. Well, yeah, I'm in the same boat. If she makes my dick hard, she's a ten. Yeah. You know, so who gives a fuck? But you know, if we have to, you know, break it down by you know dimension. Yeah. V C yeah. cups. That's fine. Give me a, an ounce, you know, an ass that I can bounce a quarter off of and some legs that just don't quit. And I'm in, you know, that's what? my that enthusi- and enthusiasm. Well, like enthusiasm really wins the day for me, dude. It like, really does. Like I've said, if, if she's attracted, if you're enthusiastic, you attracted mm, to her. Yeah, if you're enthusiastic, it's, it's game over. <laughs> well, pretty much. Well, I mean, unless, also- unless you, if you're not like skin curtains or some shit, I mean, enthusiasm okay. wins the day. <laughs> <laughs> she was enthusiastic. Mm. And Curtains was enthusiastic. So I was, I wasn't, but she was. Well, you yeah, know, well. But sometimes you have to take one for the team, Nick. Oh, and I what did he? That. What did he ever? Well, for me, it was more like you know, the real reason you go through more doors just to see what's on the other side. Exactly. So, so I, you know, it's not like I was taking one for the team. I was like, I wonder how this experience is going to change my life. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> And it was like, hey, I'm only going to be here once. Next to Lewis, next to Lewis and Clark is sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought I was the melting pot. Yeah, no shit. I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, I would, I would prefer Daniel Boone, but whatever. Hey, it's not a diss, Nick. It's not a diss, right? (laughs) Because that's ultimately where you get you you get to a certain point in your life where you're like. I'm not taking one for the team. I'm not, you know, trying to save the West. I'm not caring about storming the Bastille. I'm not worried about bros before hoes and, 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 oh, wow. She's got a bunch of tattoos or not, or a nose ring or not. You just look at it. Like, you know, Kirk said in the original Star Trek, it's the final frontier. Because right. you're yeah, like, it's, it's, you've never been there, so you're like, well, I want to see what's. I'm here. I want to see what God looks like. I need to. It's a, I need it's to a, put it's this, a bucket how list. Can, how can it's you a put sexual this, bucket list? Well, it it's is. not. It's not. It's not even that. It's more like you know how I gotta. I gotta go there to be able to put it on the map. Right. So. So and you know Lewis, Lewis and, and Clark. Yes. Skin, skin curtains had the nose piercing. She had nipples pierced. She had navel mm. pierced. She had mm. her, her clit was pierced. Oof. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. that was that was mm. a new one. That was yeah. a new one. Because mm. for you at that moment, it was the final frontier. I get it. That that's <sighs> the point. And there comes a point, guys, 
when you get past your narcissistic fantasies and narcissistic. your bros before hoes and all your fucking virtue signaling and all your bullshit, you get to a point where you're like, hey, I want to see what's on the other side of the curtain. I want to see what the where's where is doing the Lewis and Clark metaphor. I want to see where the world ends. And so you want to push the final frontier. And so you do, and you find skin curtains or you find, you know, some chick that I found here about a year ago where I was like, oh boy, you know, it was fun for the moment, but yeah, okay. You know, you figure out the final frontier. You really do, and it's not because you're bros or because you're a PUA guy that wants to put a plus one on Twitter. You did it because you are pushing your own envelope to find out what the final frontier. And, and yeah, and that's that's not to get not to get too fucking ethereal about it. That's really a, it's really a journey that you can do that you can't do with other people. You got to do it by yourself. Well, and it's, it it's an experience. It's all about yourself. Yeah, it is. Like that's how you learn. That's how you learn about shit. You know. Well, because I looked at it like, have I have I had you know skin curtains? Yeah. Have I done some shit that Nick's done? Oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, bro, fuck. That's where, you know, hearing him tell me his stories, I'm like, been there, done that. We I've, both, I've, I've, I've thrown myself on grenades. Yeah. I've thrown myself on grenades and have gone back to that grenade. Same. Dude, I married a grenade, you know, because I was dumb enough and, and inexperienced enough that I had to go there because that was the lesson I needed to teach myself. Okay, so you do what you do, and then you realize, whoa, what the fuck? This isn't about your Twitter bros. This isn't about your narcissistic fantasies. You have to live with yourself 24-7, 365. You decide what works for you and what doesn't. And you don't... I've had had to double hand lift that gun up to fuck. I don't care. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, you know, that's the thing. You got to do it. Like I haven't, I I have never had to do that. I have never had to do that. I have, man. I barely look, I barely, like I said, the gory details are only for pay-per-view, but I barely, (laughs) I barely made it through the the skin curtains experience. And really the only reason I did was because, you know, she was one of the, I, I violated one of my golden rules with her was that I brought her back to my house before I had, uh, you know, before I had any carnal knowledge of her, and that was because she drove an hour to get here. So it was like, well, I'm Dude, not gonna. That, you felt that, she obligated you. That <laughs> well, <was a> liar. <laughs> that that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, kids, you have no idea the depths of debauchery, debase, degeneracy, and yeah. depravity. That you will go to when you want to look for the final frontier. Because oh, you, you will put yourself in positions that you never thought you would. Because <laughs> that's the only way you know. That's how you learn. That you're like, oh man, I don't regret the experience. But man, I will never fucking do that again. And so it's one of those lessons learned. And, and it's not one of those because all your Twitter bros are going to go, oh. No, no, no. Yeah, of okay. course they are. 
but or they're like they're like oh i'd never do that and you know in the background they have they've done worse well see here's the thing i want even on twitter i want my twitter bros to be the guys who are like yeah yeah i've done that too yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it. it's not yeah. it's not all it's cracked up to be but hey it didn't kill me so yeah yep. there it goes well you know there it is right there but did there you, you go own that but shit did, but did you die did, but did you die? nope well then it's okay well that's, that's what i was saying earlier you got these only fans girls like you don't have my permission to use this pick i'm like bitch i have fucked girls with guns like you can at least own that fucking pick Jesus. exactly did you fuck the gun though? No, 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 no. We, we, we had, a, <laughs> yeah, had I mean, we had a lights it. off. We had a lights off, but I mean, you I don't know where you fucked. You don't know where you stuck it. It's black. That's right. Well, he stuck it somewhere. You know, he got his orgasm. I mean, I mean, who cares? I mean, don't care. Got laid. I mean, that's the only thing that matters. I nutted in something, but or on at least you ain't getting pregnant or on something well, hey, yeah, besides they're, they're, something. That's there right. You Under something. If you fuck her in the gut, you can't get her pregnant. You can't get her <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> Billy's bull hesitated. Uh, I had to think. Dude, it's been, it's been a while. I mean, we're, we're talking well, like 10, 15 years ago. Did dude. I fuck her in the god hole or did I fuck her in the hole? <laughs> the god hole. When, when, the, when the lights are off, does it really matter? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> And there that's, a good, that's a good point if you can't yeah. see can god <laughs> if you can't see can god see it well, yeah. here's, no, they, i mean let's let's get pragmatic for a moment if you're if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna you know if you're gonna troll you know the depths of mordor for pussy make sure you have some blackout curtains on your windows oh, oh we did dude. we didn't even turn the black light on fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> the god hole or the dog hole the dog hole that, i'm not sophisticated oh, enough to know what that means yeah maybe that's she, a, maybe that's a question for clary she covert contracted you yeah she actually did you know because remember now remember skin curtains looked well put together with her clothes on you got to remember that this wasn't a you know she was she was a solid she was a solid five you know, maybe a maybe a that, six. You know, that just tells on. me that that just tells me that she's been doing that for a while. She had to have been. Well, no, what happened was what happened was, and I've confirmed I've confirmed this because she was one of the chicks that I banged who got married within the next year, and I saw her. In fact, I saw out of the three that did that, two of them pulled the pin on the fat grenade pretty damn quick. One of them, one of them still looks good, but she got, she got divorced immediately too after mm. she got remarried, after she got married. But the, but yeah, skin curtains, she was, she, she must've had, you know, stomach stapled or something like that. Cause she, oh, yeah. she had the surgery because, yeah. because you don't get, you don't get that condition without it. But she, she had gotten very good at, you know, you know, tight sweater, spandex jeans, all that stuff. And the yeah, I can't I can't take credit for that, Chad. That's a that's a Terrence Popism. Yeah, that's that's where name. I heard it from was Terrence. Yeah, and Pop. I've heard it even earlier than him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I heard it when I was in the military, dude. Like when I was like 20. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think Hold that's a pin on the fat grenade. Yeah. But the uh frontier. 
I mean, because like when I was a kid, like when I was like in high school and shit, you know how high school, like we, you know, we, we didn't know like what, like there were, there were maybe a handful of fat girls in the class. Maybe. There weren't many, there may, right. you know, same here. There weren't a lot. Now we had, there were very, there were like, there were like two or three morbidly obese chicks at my high school and they obviously stood out or morbidly obese people. Cause one of them was a dude. They stood out in in high relief against, you know, most everybody there was, you know, in pretty normal shape. So, you know, we didn't even have that many, you know, that many chubbies. It was, you know, mm -hmm. it was most, most people were fairly thin back then. You can, you can, in fact, you can go through my high school yearbook and just look at the, you know, look at the senior pictures and, and everybody's, you know, in, in more or less, you know, yeah. decent shape. And the ones who were considered overweight, these days would not be considered overweight. They, oh, no, no, they wouldn't. No, they'd they wouldn't. They'd be average. They'd be right. average. Yeah. Right. And this is like, I, and I mean, this is, you're talking about like, for me, it was like late 90s. Yeah. From, you know? for me, this is like, you know, early to mid 80s. So, yeah. This is like early 90s for me. And we, th this is back when girls were still going to school, like the, and getting sent home for wearing the micro mini skirt. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you yeah. remember that? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. And the low cut, the super low cut jeans. Yep. Yeah, they, we had that shit too. Yep. God, man, I miss that shit. Now these now these girls are wearing fucking mom pants and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you I know that it's the concealment that Valerie brought up. Oh. It's the concealment. When you wear mom pants that goes up to your rib cage, it hides the fupa and the gunt. You know, so that's but there are girl there are girls wearing there's girls wearing this these now those type of pants and they're not. They don't have a fupa, dude. It's like no, you know. back in the day they didn't. Oh, you know? back in the day, no, no, no. But, but yeah. we're we're reminiscing about ancient history here now. Oh shit! Now you're making me feel old, man. Jeez. Well, you know, you're you're part of that club when it comes to that. That if you only had a couple of chicks with a fupa, it's like oh shit, dude. You're you're part <laughs> of the old man's club now because nowadays that's like how back, back in the day our like our fucking our fives are y'all tens, dude. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much that's what i see when i see pictures i'm like well no wonder i look at her as a nine because back in the day she was a five you know yeah. because of the way things have gone but that's that's the point of the whole final frontier you know it it is for me at least and and maybe nick for a while there and talk know, about the one behind club jesus christ dude dude well you know that's a whole nother discussion yeah 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 but you know but thinking about you know nick's skin curtains and and i have similar stories that i'm not going to i don't i don't want to give myself ptsd because i got therapy for it so i'm good now but Back in the day, you know, I'm thinking it, it is that final frontier. It's like, how far, you know, how low am I willing to go? Because why not? How, yeah. how, how much can you debase yourself? Hey, we've all eaten a taco bell once. Oh, at least. So. At least once. And me, I can say it at Taco Bell more than once, even after I got the shits. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, fuck it. It's it's still a cheap taco, so go back and get another one. Maybe this one will be better. Nope. They brought back the Chalupa. Holy shit. <laughs> chalupa I'm back Fupa. in. I, I'm back <laughs> in. That's right. They draw me back in. Yeah. 
right. You know, but you get to a point where you realize I don't care about what Pat Stedman's narcissistic fantasy is. I don't care about all these guys who bang nines and tens, bro, because the truth is it's all a lie and their nines and tens are fours and fives in reality. Okay. You realize it's all bullshit. It's all posturing. It's all nonsense. And at the end of the day, you are the only one that lives with yourself 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And you realize it doesn't matter what Nick, Bull, and Rob think because it's your life. And when you decide, you know what? Fuck it. I need to go look for the final frontier. Hey, you heard our talk about the final frontier, but you got to figure it out for yourselves and you will. And maybe your final frontier isn't mine. You'll be like, oh, well, skin curtains, that's nothing. All right, dude, cool. Good for you because we don't matter because you don't have to live with us 24-7. You got to live with you. And you figure that out at some point, hopefully sooner than later. And then you go and you do what you want. And you figure out, yeah, you know, bulls, nines and tens or fives to me. And my fives are twos for him or whatever it is. Who cares? You, you live your life on your own terms and you figure out where your final frontier is. Cause Nick found his, I'm sure bulls found his, I found mine for sure. Because I had one this, just this last weekend that, you know, when I talked about investment in the, my latest blog post, I had a woman reach out to me. She, you know, found my phone number, my actual phone number on a dating profile that I don't check hardly ever, but it's there because I'm that guy. I'll do it. It's been there for about two, three years now. And she reached out and, hey, okay, so we start talking. She's invested. She wants to have drinks, yada, yada, yada. And she's the one suggesting, hey, let's send photos. And I'm like, okay, you first. So <laughs> she did. And I was like, Oh, because that's way beyond the final frontier. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I look at it, like I said in my blog post, had I been interested, I guarantee we would have met up. We'd had a couple of drinks, a couple of laughs, and I'd have probably, you know, been like, oh, chalk that up as another notch because she was interested. Problem is, like Bull says, she didn't get my dick hard. So I had to decline because I'm like, you know, I'm willing to go to the final frontier and I know where that is and this ain't it, you know, because I've learned that it's like, no, nope, no, nope, I can't look at myself in the mirror. That's not going to get my dick hard. So she had to go away and that happens, but you don't know until you know. And the only way you know is by pushing the final frontier. So I, I will say like sometimes I'll, I'll I'll give a girl a chance, like in person. I'll do yep. an in person meetup because yeah, maybe because you know there because you know we've talked about this, Rob. There there are intangibles. Yeah, uh, there there are intangibles that you see a girl just on face value that mm, really doesn't do it for me. But in person, she's she's got something. Yeah, and you don't know what that something is, but right. Well, that's there's a you know I got I got into it with a guy a little bit a couple of weeks ago about this whole, you know, um, you don't, 
you know, his, his, th- we're, we're arguing about mode one. And I was like, look, mode one is not about texting. I mm-hmm. said, right, right. Alan Roger Curry. I, Cause I, cause I, you know, I read mode one, like twice, listened to the audio book once watched all his videos back in the day. Cause you know, me being me mode one fascinated me. And I incorporated a lot of that into, into my, you know, my shtick, but it was, it was like, you know, Mode one is all, you know, texting is all about getting her in front of you so that you know if there's, you know, any kind of desire or not on both of your parts, because you can't really tell that by text. No, no, you, you, some, you, you can, but it can also easily be reversed once you meet somebody in person because they may not like you, you know. Uh, once, once they actually meet you. So the, so the issue was, you know, my point was like, yeah, you don't, you don't talk on text a lot. You just get the logistics, you meet up as soon as you possibly can. And then he was like, well, you don't go on dates because you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, look, dude, dates don't mean, you know, going out for a five course dinner, Oh no. date, uh, you know, some of my dates have been, Hey, meet me at the fountain. We'll walk around downtown. You know, it's, it's shit like that. It's, it's um, casual. It's casual. You know, shit. or let's go, you know, my usual thing is, hey, let's go meet for a drink because I'll spring for a drink. I can I can afford that, you know, every day of the week if I need to. That's not a lot of investment or money. And it's something I enjoy doing. So that's fine. And then, you know, if things are going well, have another drink, maybe get an appetizer so she doesn't pass out in the restaurant. And then we end up back at my place or her place. So it's like, you know, and then sometimes it, you know, it takes longer. Sometimes you know, I've I've had a couple that just you know, it worked out. They, we, I just went straight over to her place, and you know, we fucked. But well, that, that's that's the thing about mode one though with ARC. He, he's always he always said that mode one takes balls. Oh, yeah, was- you, you you have to have a backbone, and you can and you can't be apologetic about it. That's well, what the I, funny, I well, love the thing that is- shit about is about, about mode one, man. Yeah, me too. I but love the, it. The, the, the thing we bullshit. The thing I got into with this guy about, he's like, mode one's about being direct. And I said, it is about being direct, but it's not just about being direct. You can't, you can't do mode one over text because you don't have anything to queue off of. That's face to face shit. Right. And Mm -hmm. and so I said, there's a difference between being direct and being bold and doing mode one, mode one as ARC taught it. And he still, he still insisted that. It was it was mode one, but Alan Roger Curry got it wrong, and then I was like, "But Alan Roger Curry's the one who made it up." (laughs) (laughs) And that that just goes to show you how invested people get in their own version of things. Mm. And you know, it's like, well, you should never date anybody. And I was like, a date is just an agreement to meet up at a certain time on a certain Mm. day. It doesn't imply Mm. anything else beyond that. And, you know, this guy just couldn't get it, you know, get it through, get it through his head. And, uh, you know, he's like, well, you got to know that she's down to fuck even before you even meet up with her. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's the, that's the whole thing. She's not, you're not, you're not a dude who fucks then if you're saying that, because well, that, that's that is thing, not though, how like, it works. Most girl, if they, if, if girls decide to meet up with you, look, they want you to win. They've already, they're saying yes. They, they're going to meet with you and, and they're subconscious and their lizard brain. They, they want you to win. It's yours to fuck yeah. up. Honestly. I've had two, I've had two women in, in my years of dating since my divorce that didn't end up in some sort of sex. One of them was, she was, she turned out to be a lot older than me and she was just very bitchy and prissy about everything. And I was like, you know, yeah, 
if you have a daughter, give her my number, but fuck you. And then the second one was meth teeth. I told you about her. And oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm not even kissing you. I'm sorry. This is, this is no, this is a, this is a no go. This is a cut sling load. We're gone. Yep. <laughs> eject, eject. Yeah. But the rest of them, well, we always, always ended up with at least, you know, with at least a heavy makeout session, but usually more than that. It's, it's, there, it's, it's just never, it's never not happened on dates, you know, since, since my divorce and, and since I, you know, which is when I started, you know, running a little bit of game and, you know, got my head out of my ass and, and did all that other shit. So, you know, there's, you're not, uh, unless, unless you're just totally, unless you just totally suck, if, if you can get her to meet up with you and you don't step on your own dick and talk her out of fucking you, you know, you're good to go. Well, that, just, that's, that's like with my current girlfriend, we met especially up for- these days, it's never been we, easier. We, yeah, we met up. My current girlfriend. We met up over dinner at an Italian restaurant because I like Italian, so that's where I wanted to go to. And she and we were done with our meal and stuff. She's like, "Do you want dessert?" I said, "I'm like, yeah, I, I want you. I want you for dessert." And I said, "I know a place we can go." Ooh, and she's cute. like, "She's like, okay." Yeah, she was like, "Okay." I know it's like it's it's cheesy and stupid and shit, but it you know I told her I'm like. I'm, I want to fuck you. Well, that's the. Th- I mean, the thing about it is, it doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense when you're three dudes, you know, sitting around the internet talking about it because it's all contextual and it's all right. about yep. about the moment. And in that moment, right, different rules apply in that moment than when we're just sitting here trying to. That's why. That's why I get. I I just laugh at everybody who wants to argue with people about it on the internet and wants to get into all this other kind of shit. It's like, no, I think this and I act this way and I do this. I'm like. Yeah, whatever. You act totally different when we're sitting there. We had a drink. We're in a low light bar and, you know, shit's going down. I mean, it's just, you know, you can't you can't replicate that in a conversation on social media. And so there's no point in even talking about it with anybody who wants to be contrarian about it, because I asked a girl if she wanted to go back to my hotel room to to see my dog. And it worked. Well, that's where I had to take yours and said, hey, you want to come over and meet my cats? And yeah. went, sure. I didn't think that would work. I didn't either. That's why I had to test it you did. out. Got to see, you know. Bull talked about you want to come over and mate my dog. I, and I texted Rob. I'm like, Rob, this shit worked. What the fuck? Yeah. I did. Yeah, and that's where I was like, <laughs> interesting. I got to try it out so I can call him out if it doesn't. And so when I met a chick last year. You know, we're getting ready to leave. And I really didn't care if we did or didn't. It was like it was starting to get late. I'm tired. I got to work in the morning. And I'm like, so what do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? And I said, you want to come over and meet my cats? And she looked at me and said, sure. And I was like, oh, shit, bullshit works, you know? And because she did, she came over to my house and never mind, oh, logistics, you got to be two minutes away. Dude, she followed me 25 minutes back to my Dude, house. My, that, that girl was like, yeah, but I want to get something to eat first. And she's like, I'll follow you. I'm like, okay. And then I, we didn't even go buy food. Like I just, she just followed me straight to the, to my hotel room. And I, I mean, she didn't want to fucking eat, dude. No. <laughs> They never. Well, she she wanted to eat, but I gave her but something. Not, she not wanted to eat a big wrong burger. That's what she wanted. She <laughs> wanted to eat a hairy enchilada. You know, that's a hairy enchilada. She was in the mood for enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> she she was Latina, so. Well, there you go. 
You know, that's what I mean. It's all about plausible deniability. You're not telling her straight up, hey, you want to come over and fuck? Because nine out of 10, she probably is going to say no. But when you go, you want to come over and pet my cat or meet my cats? And she goes, sure. But you better, if she... If she comes over to meet your cat, you better goddamn well fuck her. Because if not, you ain't going to get another chance. Oh, exactly. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Like, like there's there's other stuff going on up up until that. Because like there was Kino, of course, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. you know, there's always there's escalation. There's escalation and that's there's reciprocity. Part. Yep. Yeah. That's there's the reciprocal part that everybody yeah. misses out on that nobody talks about. That oh. We, we kind of hit it off and yeah, we had a drink or two and we got a little buzz going on and yeah. you, you started touchy feely shit and they reciprocate. You make a couple of innuendos, a couple of risque jokes. And then it's. And so see, cause like we went, cause we went to, we did ax throwing and that's really yeah. great because that's, that gives, you know, she didn't know how to act. She didn't know how to throw a fucking ax or anything. She didn't give a shit. And that, that gave me the opportunity because I, I have experience with it. That gave, even if I didn't have experience with it, that gives you an opportunity to get up to her and, you know, be physical with her and like here right. and grab her, you know, grab her arms Put and your stuff arms like around you her, touch her arms. Yes. Yeah. But see, you can't, you can't like with Rob, like I texted Rob the next day. I was like, I didn't have to explain all that shit to Rob. I'm just like, Hey Rob, this is what happened. And this is, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, qual- quality women don't throw axes. <laughs> and quality women don't come over to pet your cat. You know, they, they don't come to some dude's hotel room. Quality <laughs> women, quality women wait three months to have sex with you. Oh, at least, at least three months. Most, your highest tiered quality women will not fuck you until you put a ring on it. That's how Jesus that. Christ. And God bless them. And that's another thing I have against the red pill. It's ruining all these women for marriage. Right. You know, yeah. they were, before the red pill came along, women were all about marriage. They saved themselves for marriage and they didn't succumb to all these pickup artist tactics that are just ruining them, ruining marriage and by extension, ruining our lives. I'm going to be honest. I, I I think marriage has ruined women. Uh, ruined them. Marriage the, has. The, the, institutional, the institution of marriage has ruined women. From reaching their fucking potential. Faithful, faithful, loyal men have ruined marriage. That's who's ruined Oof. marriage. Oof. Bro. Facts. Don't even get me started. Facts. There was a dude the other day that posted some shit about he was posting exactly that. You know, all these all these guys who, you know, say only only marry a quality woman, but then you're out there, you know, running through them like, you know, hose and everything. You're ruining it for the rest of us. And I'm like, dude. There's almost four billion women on the planet. If you ain't getting any, you're never going to get through them all. If you ain't getting any, it has. There's plenty out there. It has nothing to do with you know the hose I'm running through. It has to do with the fact that the fact that you totally go go back to what Billy asked. I don't know if it's rhetorical, but no, dude, dude, dude. I know he's. I I'm gonna go and err on the side of he's he's being sarcastic. I I, I I hope he is. I have a real yeah, quick. I have a real quick. I have a real quick. Oh look. shit! He was genuinely asking. Okay, so let's throw it up. He's, he's genuinely asking. Do no. women really get wet for leaders of men, or no. is that just Bergman? Women get wet for men who make them wet. 
Yeah, here's 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 the thing, Billy. When I was in the military, I I I knew guys, guys guys on the battlefield that you could like they're they're fucking they're beast mode. And I've seen these same fucking dudes. They're 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 absolute leaders of men. And you you would follow them to your to Valhalla, right? Yep. Follow them right. You the take game. these. Sa- I've seen these same. You know, all of them, but a lot of them. I've seen these same guys go back go back to their barracks, go back to their off campus housing with their old lady and their their children and they are complete their their wives just fucking bitch them out dude they're yes ma'am no ma'am fucking even even this is a stupid way to put it but women get wet for leaders of women if you can lead your woman she'll get wet yep there you go yeah (laughs) okay not getting wet for zach smalls yeah, you're not the only. Not even not even his wife gets wet for him. Jesus Christ, dude! No shit. If, if, if you want to get real? Even she's not getting wet for him. His wife owns stock and, and fucking lube, dude. <laughs> you don't need to be a. His wife owns stock and Astroglide. That's why. That's why Jesus he can fucking. Christ. That's why he doesn't have to work. You, yeah, being a leader of men is not gonna make you a panty soaker. It's you not, know, I mean, you know, Nick said Jesus. Nick said it the best. It's be a leader of women, you know, leader to the bedroom. Like I've told women before. Yeah, that's really like, good, man. Leader to the bedroom and well, in the yeah. bedroom. Yeah, well, that's good. I've had women say to me, oh, my God, you're you funny. Welcome. And I'm like, I will laugh your ass off. I will laugh you all the way to the bedroom and I will laugh your pennies right off of you. And then they start laughing. And where do I end up? Right in the bedroom with their panties off. And it's like, you know, they want, they want to, they want, yeah, they want you to be a leader of women, not a leader of men. That's you know, they you want, want you to, to succeed. Man, that's a Spurg thing. So not getting wet for no. Re- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that motherfucker, dude. Oh, that, van- my that vanilla God, ass dude. fucking oh. submission fucking. Oh, wow. Kate <laughs> dug one up out of the fucking graveyard Woo. there. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that guy. Wow. Yeah, exactly. A so-called leader of men. And it's like, no, you know, I can't imagine any woman getting hot for his ass. And it's not just his looks. It's his whole demeanor. It's like, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's the, like I said, it's the intangibles. Like, yeah, it, it can turn you off in a heartbeat. That's what I mean. You don't need to be a leader of men to get laid. You you need to be a leader of women. That's that's right. You, you lead them. You lead them. You lead the girls on their hands and knees by a leash into the bedroom. I wouldn't follow those dudes into a strip joint. I mean, dude, I wouldn't trust them <laughs> with my life. <laughs> those those are the kind of dudes that <laughs> Rob's opening thing in this show. They turn their face to the side when the girls got her ass in their face. <laughs> They're like, no, not like this, not like this. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ, Kate's bringing up the whole time. I mean, at least at least if there's a some girl with a fucking in Kate's face, she put her fucking full face into it, dude. She'd fucking well. Don't forget these guys. These guys are also don't forget my theory about like dudes in their thirties. This is dudes in their thirties if they're in a decent marriage and they just had kids, they just became a father, or they're in the process of of having multiple kids. They're gonna they're going to be pedestalized briefly. For the first time, probably ever in their lives, unless they were like a, you know, a, you know, a football star in high school or whatever in college, 
and and they're going they're going to be pedestalized for the first time in their lives and they're going to they're going to think that they've got it all figured out because oh, especially it, if you have if you're a dad with a little girl Holy but it's shit. A, but it's a very it's a temporal Jesus. thing and yeah. it it doesn't last and even if you even if you you know maintain decent relationships with your kids as time goes on what happens is um yeah they still love you and they still respect you but they certainly don't pedestalize you anymore you're just dad you know and yep. you're just there doing the shit you're supposed to do and that's yep. the best it can be and sometimes it's even a lot worse but but dudes in that like in that you know that 30 to 30 you know 30 to 40 phase when most of them are actually having kids and you know they've just stabilized their family and they're in that early stage of it all you you feel like god because you're all of a sudden yep. all of a sudden you've done all these things that you never thought you know you never really understood before you probably bought a house you know you've got your family running you got your job you're doing well at everything's running like a smooth you can't, you can't do no wrong you're yeah, everybody yeah they're 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 pedestalizing you even your if if things are going decent your wife is going to pedestalize you a little bit not because she thinks you're god but because of what it means for the kids and so that lasts for you know that lasts for a few years but it doesn't last forever and then all that all that ends up going away or crashing very hard depending on the situation you're in and that's where a lot of guys end up losing it because all of a sudden it feels like every you you built all this stuff, you know, I'm, you know, I'm I'm that Noah guy or whoever and I've, you know, I've got this whole thing going and you know, my kids are respecting me as the family patriarch and I'm this and I'm that. <laughs> and there and there's all this stuff going on, but it's it's still, you know, a bunch of inflated ego shit and it has to pop eventually narcissistic fantasies right i'm telling you that's what this is it it's has all to it's yeah and it does when well, it's, it's like la you know laughing steven laughing steven crowder that's all i gotta say yeah <laughs> you know you know you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know, especially when, what you were saying what you were saying with like with your kids and stuff you may not experience that with your wife so much but it's just it's a completely different level whenever you have kids up until they're about you know up until they hit start to hit puberty and stuff especially if you're a dad with with, with a little girl or little girls or something like that because like they see unless you really really fuck it up like your daughters they 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 pedestalize you and put you up and it's like there's nothing you can do wrong in their eyes they're like that's my daddy and, and shit like that and it's like dude it, it is such a but then you're gonna the ego but then, yeah, but then a lot of dudes are going to do things like, you know, get themselves arrested for an ill-conceived run on the nation's capital or, no. <laughs> or, you know, they've got, a, they've got a wife that doesn't respect them. So eventually the wife or the wife has decided that she can do better. So the wife starts running ir interference between them and the kids, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, again, best case scenario, it just sort of goes away because the kids get older and they're like, well, you know, you know, I feel, you know, I, I, I expect all this stuff from my dad, but you know, little Timmy's dad's a pretty good dad too. And, you know, so is little Susie's and so is whatever's and, you know, kids get older and they realize, you know, if, if you, if you, if you do right by them, they will always appreciate you probably to some degree, as long as there's not a lot of other interference. And as long as you don't fuck it up, 
but it's really easy for you to fuck it up because you're chasing cloud on the internet instead of, you know, going home and again, just living that boring life that is going to work and coming home every day or working at home every day and just taking care of the kids and doing that whole thing and not having to hype it up on the internet, not having to, you know, think that you're the QAnon savior of mankind or, or any of that other kind of shit. You just, you know, the, 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 the real weakness of all these manosphere dudes is that they end up replicating the behaviors that they criticize women for. Well, that, and, that and they, they, they have to have the validation. Like, that's a, that's what I've never understood. It's like, I can, right. I understand the behavior from women. I, I don't fault them for it or anything. It's just who they are. But like from guys, really, you need that kind of validation. It's like, you need validation like that. Like, get the fuck out of here. Really? Right. Right. It's, it's like, I, I mean, I, I was a single dad for a long time. It's my kid's mom wasn't in the picture for a few years. And like, I, I managed to do my job, homeschooler, and stuff like that. And it's like, I didn't tell people about that shit. Nick, you didn't even know about you know, both y'all didn't even know about that shit. Because I, I didn't need the I didn't need the validation. You know, I was just doing what I was doing. It had to be done. When when I was raising my kids, I needed one thing. I needed to know that my kids were under my roof, they were taken care of. I had I had my I had my hatches battened down and I was just doing what I needed to do to do right by them. And, uh, and that was enough, you know, and if, and if I had, if I had that, which I did, then I didn't give a shit what anybody else thought, you know, I got Mm -hmm. criticized by other parents all the time for being, you know, you know, not progressive enough, not, you know, technological enough, not letting my kids have cell phones and all this other bullshit. You know, I didn't ever gave a shit about any of that. You know, even my wife, my ex-wife, you know, you know, criticized me for that once. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, so what? Well, that's that's the whole thing. It's like you you were you were you were doing your thing. You were doing it unapologi- unapologetically. You're doing it your own way, and who gives a fuck about? Well, if you're not if you're not fetishizing if you're not fetishizing fetishizing your kid. But the thing was well, that was before. But that was before you're on. That was social media, right? And you're not fetishizing your role as their father or their parent. Then it it really doesn't matter because all you know because because all I really cared about was, you know, doing my shit, making sure my, you know, my kids were okay. And I had, I had food, clothing, medicine, shelter for them, you know, and then, you know, other shit on top of that, of course, but I never, you know, it never occurred to me to worry about what anybody else thought about it. You know, yeah, that, was, that was, that reminds me. Cause like, uh, a few days ago, uh, Shrike on Twitter was, he was like, yeah, he's got his, he's got his new kid and shit like that. And he's like, I don't know fucking do it. I'm like, I told him, I, I told him straight. I'm like, look, dude, you have all the tools you need to be a competent parent, you know, to be a competent dad, just, just fucking just do your thing and not, it's not and don't worry. And don't worry about what other people say or think and shit like that. Cause that's your fucking kid, man. You know, I told, uh, it's like, I told him like the only, the only, the only, the only thing I would pass along is don't let your kids fucking rickroll you, dude. Don't don't let them see you sweat. Well, I and mean, for- women see you sweat. Don't let your kids see you sweat. Because uh, they they can kids kids are even worse about women and seeding out fucking uh, uh, weakness. Like if you don't if you don't maintain here here's a fucking art. If you don't maintain your frame, your kids will fucking break you. Well, I mean the. I mean, you know, your, your kids need, your kids need to come into the best thing for your kids is for them to come into a a stable, a stable situation, Mm -hmm. you know, where they, 
where they don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, and they don't they don't have to worry about if you're going to beat the shit out of them or not. Right. You know, that, that's what I'm saying. Like maintain maintain your frame. Don't let your kids wreck roll you into because they're fucking kids. You can outsmart them. You're an adult. You know that's a reminder to apply the mental narrative that you ain't shit and that's okay. You're not a king or scum of the earth. You're just a just guy a guy figuring it out. You're yeah. a guy, you're a dude who you're a dude who nutted in the god hole just like millions have done before you and right. millions will do after you. Uh-huh. And you either That's accept why, that responsibility or not. And you know, I had my kids. I enjoyed being their dad. I looked forward to coming home and hanging out with them. You know, some days I was tired and it was like, Yeah, go away, kid, you bother me. But you know, not really, not to that degree. It was just like right. You know, I had, but see, I had kids when I wanted to, and I didn't, you know, this, this wasn't a, you know, oh man, I, you know, I fucked up, whatever. It was, it was simply, I had, I got married when I was ready to, I had kids when I wanted them. And so for me, it was a wash. It just, there just wasn't anything, you know, it was, if there was anything stressful about it, it was, it was as tension and friction built up between, you know, the wife and I, which was a problem. But as far as the kids themselves went, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty easy. They were a piece of cake, you know, raising, raising kids isn't hard. What's, what's difficult is if you don't have your mental point of origin. Right. And that has to apply to you having kids. As and that's, much as yeah, because that's that's else. like I see I see on social media and like the way the way mom, I guess you say the moms and stuff. They the way they look at their their own children and stuff. I'm just like, why the fuck? Why did you have children? And the thing I was telling, we were telling nothing. We were telling Shrike, me and McTubus, where it's like, dude, you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna fuck up. I fuck up. You know, you're gonna have you're gonna make mistakes and shit. It's normal. Adapt and overcome. Learn from it. Whatever. Like don't just don't 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 go out and read a bunch of fucking books and shit about raising kids, dude. That's the worst fucking thing you can do. I never just read rage. one book. Me, I, I didn't either. It's like fucking. We got a kid on the way. Cool, good to go. You know, it's like whatever. And, yeah, uh, I, I've never. Yeah, and that and that gets back to all of it because like when 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 my you know when my kid was on the way, I was like, you know, man, I wish it didn't take nine months. I want him here right now. You know, if he's coming. Come on. Yeah. You know, yeah, bring that it. kind of thing. And, and so, you know, the whole time I had kids, if I ever had any regrets about it, it wasn't having them or it wasn't the process of being their dad. It was, you know, as, as the marriage failed, I had regrets about that because in yeah. my opinion, you know, I wanted, I wanted them to have a better situation than that. And ultimately I failed at that. And, you know, and that sucks. You know, but as far as, you know, just the, but it, you know, it didn't really, you know, ultimately it didn't fail till after they both graduated high school. So that was a little bit better. And honestly though, too, there, there's, there's no one Avenue, no run one right way to, to give your kids the best of you, the best you can give them. You know, there's, huh. there's other ways, there's other avenues. And it's like, you know, I've, I experienced that first firsthand and stuff. And it's like data, like kids really don't need like they don't have to have the nuclear family, although it is, I will say, it's preferential. <laughs> you know, it, it it just works out better for the for the kid overall. But it's like staying inside a relationship with your with your significant other with kids. It's like if it's toxic, that's not that's not a good place to be. Well, my Actually, problem with the my problem with the nuclear family shit is that half of them fail anyway. So 
You know, yeah. we can we can talk about how many angels dance on the head of a pin all day long, but right. the fact of the matter yeah. is that half the kids out there aren't going to get it at all. The other half, they're going to get multiple nuclear families, which doesn't which isn't any better. And then a lot of them are going to get nuclear families that stay together, and uh, but they hate know, each other. You know? There's there well there's there's a difference between the ones where there's dysfunction going on and the ones where they just regard it as sort of you know this is where we're at now because a lot of successfully married people that I know that have been married for that I've talked to you know the old folks have been married 40 50 years or whatever um you know yeah they got to a point where you know they weren't they weren't fucking constantly every day you know there wasn't they they weren't having a party every fucking day but you know they didn't necessarily you know if you fuck somebody constantly you know for a few years after a while you know the magic. The magic of it wears off. Now that doesn't mean it can't still be fun and good and all that kind of shit, but it's not. You know, it's not the same. And you know, that's why a lot of people shouldn't get married at all because, you know, they don't. They want they they want it to be fun and they want it to be an amusement park all the time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, it's like hell yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, but you either well, you either don't get married or you get married and then you you know fuck around. Well, I, I always say like girlfriends are better than wives. Well, I mean, the and fact it, of the matter is, if 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 we could have the quote God's eye view, I think there are very few marriages that have ever existed where there was opportunity for one or both to cheat where they did not at one point or another. So, you know, the whole litmus test of you know faithfulness and all the you know the tradcon checklist, the tradcon batting order, you know, uh, the team, the tradcon team roster, you know, it's never, it's never it's never been a complete reality. It's always been more of that, you know, it's somewhere between a categorical imperative and narcissistic fantasy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's relationships in the abstract there too. Boyfriends are better than husbands. I can tell you this. Yes. Boyfriends are are better than me as a husband. That's for goddamn. Why the look you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers. This is a state of our society. When I'd much rather me, be a boyfriend than a husband. When you have me agreeing with Kate Ann with fucking this, Kate 1.0. Like, hey, she's not it. wrong. I'll, I'll even, no, I'll even do not. her one better. I'll even do her one better. She said that boyfriends are better than husbands. Lovers are better than boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. That's been my experience from my life. I got to get that out of here, man. It's getting late. Yeah, we're gonna cut. It. We're gonna call it here in a sec. But as a final piece, because I've experienced all three. I've been a husband. I've been a boyfriend. And I've been a lover. And for me, at least, I am far better a lover. And my relationships, whatever you want to call them, are way better when I'm the lover than the boyfriend or the husband. So I'm going to leave it at that. Kids, have a good night. We'll catch you on the next one. Lord, I've had a good laugh, and I think I lived it right. Bet there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky. I'm sure behind them pearly gates there's booze and weed and pills. But if there ain't sluts in heaven, Lord, send me down the hill.